if you do not like hearing the following words, booger, sex, poop, butthole, bark, pee, boobies, sack, dingleberry, dinghead, booger face, then this show might not be for you. After party at 980 WCAP. We're professionals. Barely made with any salmonella. 978-454-4980. Numbers coming at you. Puking in the kitchen. And then I farted. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And How are you doing? Conversion tales on WCAP after time. Everybody. The circus is in town. Are you going to be uh, driving any deuces in any plastic bags? What? People were pretty pissed off. I was throwing feedback chairs everywhere. Upside down question marks on them and stuff. That's what happens when you, when you rub my tum-tum the wrong way. <laughs> Right on the edge. Hey, welcome to the after party of 980 WCAP. Huh, it's been a while. We, we got a lot to chat about tonight. I think it's just going to be me catching up. And uh, I'm Chris Poublon. Joining the studio, I have Mr. Matt Barry. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Hey everybody! Hey, I'm just <laughs> where's that? I miss Alan Richardson. Yeah, Alan's doing a show. I saw him last night, and I was like, "Are you gonna do the after party?" Because I was excited, and yeah. he was like, "No, I'm not." He's doing it June 16th, though. Oh, and is he? He, did. he already called dibs, and I think you said you'd do it also. June 16th? Yeah. June 16th is a Saturday, isn't no, it? No, it's a Thursday. My is birthday it? runs on June 16th. I'm gonna I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag. It's, it's cool because I get to do the show on my birthday. Yeah, send them some the presents. Show. What's that? What's no, the no, address no. here? Tell people <laughs> to send you presents. They might do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm allowed to take that stuff though. I know I don't get paid for the show or anything. You know what? Uh, All yeah. right, everybody, send me presents send for Chris's birthday present, uh, on June 16th. Care of Chris Poublon, 243 Central Street, Lowell, Massachusetts, zero one eight five two. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> I think that's right. <laughs> and that, that, that is the voice of Bob Philpot. He is working the board, smashing the blocks, grabbing the rings, getting the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's also answering the phones. If you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980. 978-454-4980. Now, uh, where do I start? Jeez. So much stuff has happened. Uh, I know two weeks ago... Grape expectations. I was like, I'm going to yeah. go do that. That's Should we fun. start it off with like a last time on the after party <laughs> to bring people up to speed or something? Uh, well, I think last it ended the same way. I just said, see you later. Oh, okay. And then, <laughs> and then there was two weeks we just didn't do it. And uh, well, first week I went to Grape Expectations. Was it was a great event held by the Merrimack Valley Food Bank over at uh, Lenzi's, and it was really like a point and click. Give me that wine. I want that wine now. Uh, okay. I want that wine now. I ran into CEO uh, Bob Mayerson of Patriot Care. 
Uh, he is uh, a is dispensary. Is that the weed thing? That's the, oh, okay. well, the medicinal marijuana okay. thing. Can you not say Matt weed Barry? this early on the radio? No, I'm sure okay. you can. I'm just saying right. it's I'm just going to, I'll err on the, on the caucus <laughs> side because you're, because you're not saying it. Right. Well, so. um, 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 I take this very seriously. Okay. Mr. Barry. All right. Anyway, uh, I, I kind of How old in, is that guy? How old is the CEO of Patriot Care? I don't know. I'd say, um, upper forties, lower forties. He has quite the, uh, the, re- the resume. I would th- I would have thought it would have been like some young like up and coming sort of like new wave hippie boss like one of those Mark Zuckerberg types you no, know No 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 he's a, he's looks like a very responsible fella and he had his friend uh, Dennis Coonian I believe and uh, I think he was a one star general uh, crazy stories but uh, I was I was too how busy. many how how many star levels of general are there well, uh, There's four you think about it this way you think be my little general right and each one gets another star so B is a Brigadier General, my is Major General, uh, Little Lieutenant General, and then you just have General, which with four stars. Okay, and that's the highest level that's of General. The highest one you can. Get. How many of those are there? How many top level know, generals? I, I have no idea. Is it? Do you think it's a lot, or is it like eight? Um, is it like can you fit? Are, can you fit them all in one room? Probably not. No, because it's right. a big world. So. Okay, if you're I, I a general, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, give us call, call in. Tell us how many generals <laughs> there are. Thank you for your service. But uh, you know, it was a fun time. I talked to him because I know uh, the dispensary is getting uh, edibles soon. And I said, hey, if you need any help in the kitchen, I uh, have a Navy Achievement Medal in baking, so I can help you out. And he told me <laughs> if I have my surf safe, and I got my surf safe right away. The next day, I think I spent fifteen dollars, and I sent it in. Hey, qualified. <laughs> and uh, it was cool. He was very nice about it. He said, hey, look, we're all set right now. But if when we expand, we'll keep you in mind. So <laughs> I'll let you know. Uh, so that was fun. And then last uh, Thursday was uh, Navigation Brewing Company's two-year anniversary, which uh, oh my congratulations yeah. to them! Oh, it was great. It was, they, it was so much fun. I didn't realize that the after party was older than Navigation Brewing. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I, I, it's it's funny how we started doing the show in in the beginning anyway. So really. yeah. But uh, no, it was it was a great time. Ryan Cheney, Tyler Morrow, they stopped by to do a comedy set, and uh, yeah, they're great. And uh, the whole place was packed. I lost my voice that night. It was a little weird. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you ever lose your voice when you're about to go do a show? Uh, yeah, yeah. Try not to like try not to talk up until the show, you know, to get it back. You have to eat a bunch of honey. <laughs> really? Yeah, you I like gargle honey. honey and water to like protect your voice. I only had blonde ale. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's horrible for your throat, man. <laughs> And uh, but it went really well, and then I got my voice back for Monday, where we did uh the Mondo Monday Comedy Show over at the Luna Theater every third Monday of the oh month, run by uh, Greg Bogus. Uh, so uh, and uh, it was Greg Bogus. He was the host. I uh, opened the show. There was uh, Kristen O'Brien, very funny. Yeah, and I, I love running into her. Yeah, she's so she's so pleasant. She's such a swell lady. <laughs> yeah, I saw her recently too. I did a show in uh, in Nashua at the Country Tavern. Oh yeah, she stays busy. Yeah, they're doing like Wednesday nights once a month now. They've been pretty good. And Thomas Hayes, have you ever uh, ran into him? Yeah, he's got the one leg. He's, yeah, uh, does, like, very the... funny. I had to leave. I, I felt bad. I, I think I hung out for about ten, twelve minutes of his set. Yeah. It was great. He, he told he, the way he interacted with the audience. It, it was so cool. Yeah, definitely. I've done a couple of shows with him. He is really fun. I always got the impression he kind of thought I was a punk, though. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. What would give him that impression? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, he was probably right. He was probably right. He was probably that. right? Yeah. You're a punk. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm just a punk. Yeah. So uh, then they You're like on a regular comedy tour, huh? Yeah, yeah. All, all about two weeks. I can't commit to too many things. 
because uh, I get I get crazy. Because then after that, I, I was invited by a Toastmasters group to uh, go talk about my experiences in stand-up comedy. Yeah. You, you know, like a musician, uh, look, I'm sure it probably happens to you or, or anybody else. Like A musician looks, and I don't know when they consider themselves a professional because you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, right? Yeah. And especially for me lately, I haven't done comedy as often, but I feel like I could just kind of slide into it. And I, I, I guess I've been doing pretty good. It felt nice. But I... I almost didn't feel I was qualified, but when I was in front of everybody, I felt great to just start chatting, and I feel like a lot of people got out of something out of it. Yeah, just because they had no experience whatsoever. Yeah, do you think anybody anybody at that Toastmasters place is going to go be a comedian now? Uh, you, you know, maybe you I, inspired, crafted some young minds. I well, it was that was the funny thing about it too, because they're of all different ages, and I know at the end I had to critique other people's stand up, and I'm awful at that. I I don't like giving awful. Uh, yeah, you're too friendly a guy I, to really come down friendly on someone. Fella. But I, I give my my uh, you know point of view, and I think when you're doing Toastmasters, it is a very great. It, it, it's an incredible organization for those that are terrified of speaking in front of people, and they want to learn how to do it. So they do Toastmasters, but it, y- there's sort of like a, a pace, or a, I, I don't know how to explain. Like a lot of the like speeches, a kind of, yeah, a rhythm how their speeches go. So when you do stand-up comedy and then you compare it to a Toastmasters speech, it, there's two different things. You know, like when you're doing comedy, you're you're talking to the audience. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're their pal. Right, and it's not scripty. It's it's more yeah, you're their pal. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it is scripted, but you're not supposed to let anyone right. know. You know, it's a it's a trick. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just turn it on, and then, hey, boom, there you are. You're all energetic, and you're doing it. And uh, th- that was, the, and it was just kind of funny, because each one kind of had that same uh, rhythm, that same pace. Yeah, that pace. same sort of, And it was like, great, but I, it, it, I'm just like, hey, two different beasts. You know, yeah, you gotta, definitely. It's like, this would be awesome if you were, like, a keynote speaker at a convention and really wanted to get a rise out of the crowd. But, right. like, if you were in a bar, people would be like, this guy's a weirdo. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, and and I got to do that. And uh, the other guy who spoke was Charlie Cook, very nice fella. I think he did uh, about three months of uh, comedy at Dick Doherty's uh, Comedy Vault. Uh, Vault's not around anymore. It's not around anymore. No, now it's like the Comedy Den. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the Comedy Den now. It's underneath Howl at the Moon. It's not in that big... Uh, it actually used to be in like a real vault, right? Back in the day. Like, yeah, that's why yeah. It was the I, I did that a long time ago. It felt really Comedy cool. Connection is in an old, in old uh, in Rhode Island. It's in an old bank, and the green room is the vault of the bank. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was fun. He had he had a lot to say about his uh, experience in uh, comedy as well, and uh, it, it was a fun night. I, I feel like a lot of people got something out of it. But yeah, it was weird critiquing. Of Do you people. have any shows coming up? Do Wh- I have anything? Yeah, coming where's up? the Chris Poublon comedy <laughs> tour stopping next? <laughs> it's here, where man. can we, the people, see Chris Poublon? Uh, nowhere right now. No. Oh, okay. Nowhere. I'm, I'm done. I, I had my thrill. I know. Uh, what else happened? Uh, I'm trying to look up this. Uh, my friend uh, Al Gentili, who I went to college with, he has this fundraiser. It's called Power People to Benefit the Syrian Refugee Crisis. And uh, it's this event. I told him I'd plug it for him. It's a, uh, an event going on over at Thirsty First, which is right across the street over here, June 11th. Uh, it's right where we can show people power really is. That's just look it up. Uh, it's music from three on. So if you want to go have a fun time and uh, show your support for the Syrian refugees, yeah, head on over to Thirsty First, June 11th. Yeah, from 3 p.m. on. 
Let's support those homeless pita breads. <laughs> yeah, they're great with tabbouleh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I Love agree. Em. What else? Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> Online Spanish, I hate it. Uh, morning Fire. Oh, yeah, that was interesting. Did you see the, that Morning Fire? The no, in there was a fire today? I'm on no, my... I don't look at the Lowell News. I live in New Hampshire. <laughs> I don't know why you always expect me to be all caught up to date on the happenings of your town here. I don't know either. Well, it was weird, man, because I'm driving to work today, and I got my coffee on Bridge Street, and I'm hopping in my car, and I can see, like, sirens and fire trucks going by you me. You can always see that in Lowell. Well, yeah, We were yeah. standing outside 20 minutes ago. We saw we saw fire trucks and sirens go by. But specific, yeah, I know, I know. So, <laughs> hey, i, I got to look for a new, <laughs> new story. I already have like five or six for tomorrow. Anyway, uh, I'm just thinking, oh man, that's the way I need to go to get to work. <laughs> like, how selfish of me at this point. And I'm Where, driving. Were you for like half a minute being like, oh man, I hope the fire was at work? No, no, no. I, I'm never like Are that. Are you just saying like, that because you're at work? No, because I, I legitimately like my job. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's uh, <laughs> I just I just knew like I have a method like I get here and I like to be here at like five I'm like Rain Man when it comes down to it five fifteen every morning I need to be here by that yeah time. and if that's in my way I'm like oh man I'm not gonna get there till five twenty uh, that's gonna throw me off I'm not gonna be ready for six oh five oh geez and, yeah but yeah in radio you think in terms of minutes right because you have all your yeah. like all the cues and everything need mm-hmm. to go and. So, that's what I was thinking. But at, at the same time, I was like, that does look kind of cool. And I took a picture of it. And it must have, if you go to my Facebook, I put it there and I put it on Twitter. Uh, and it, you can see that first billow of smoke going up into the air. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, at C Publon. Oh, wow. At C-P-O-U-B-L-O-N. I know, I know. I'm very creative. But, uh, no, it, it, what was weird is I, I never thought about this. And I just posted, uh, you know... Uh, Fire on Bruce Street in Lowell. Uh, uh, one fellow from WBZ got in touch with me and was like, hey, can we use that? I'm like, yeah, take it, man. Oh, wow. And then somebody else from Fox was like, hey, can we use that? I'm like, yeah, man, go for it. Holy cow. So, I don't know, maybe I should <laughs> take more pictures. I don't know. It, it, obviously, I was probably one Did of the Did you charge him? Did you get money no, from I didn't this? Really no, you're just giving away like, the yeah. pictures? Oh, Chris, there's a whole career opening here for you. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, and it's weird because I never use Twitter, so it was kind of an interesting feeling seeing everybody sharing the picture, but, I mean, I just needed to get to work. I I should have taken more because when I went around back, I could see all the flames coming out the back of the building. You had you had multiple people wanting. You could have bit started a bidding war between the two. Nah, no, because other people are going to take pictures in a minute anyway. But uh, no, it, it was really cool. And uh, but unfortunately, it's one place that I I have heard at least five people today say, "Damn it, I really wanted to get by there. I really <laughs> wish." Because I I've heard great things. A lot of people have heard great things. It was a it was a Brazilian bakery. And they, oh, and they one person said best empanadas around, and uh, those places are a, a friggin' gem when you got them. And yeah, I'm that, one of those people. Yeah, I don't live too far from there, and that place is definitely very popular. Yeah, very busy. And uh, so I know was I, anybody hurt in the fire? Nobody was hurt. Uh, uh, what uh, reports are saying is that uh, one of the owners he he uh, was starting the fryer, and there might have been a malfunction with that where it exploded. Uh, okay, so he was like, I'm getting out of here, building's on fire, going to call yeah, the fire department, yeah, tell everybody yeah. not to come into work today. Right. So, something along those lines. You think but, those uh, people get paid? 
like the cooks there, like when it's like burnt down, do you think there's some sort of compensation pay, or is it just like, hey, you're not going to have a job right now? That's interesting. I don't. It's like I don't an hourly job. I mean, I'd have to think that that maybe. There's an insurance, insurance thing that covers that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a business owner, so I can't pretend to be one. Otherwise, I'm just going to give you uh, the wrong imp- <laughs> information. And really, we we're missing here. the best part, though, oh, which yeah, is the right. empanadas. If you have empanadas, come by the station yeah. and give them to Chris and me. I can't. Uh, I can't eat that now. I've been going to Zone Fitness. Yeah. And uh, Zone Fitness. Tell me about that. Right in Chelmsford, and. Uh, that dude has been messing me up. And, and, and the best way, it's personal training, and it's right by Popeye's Chicken. <laughs> or <laughs> Hill Liquors. And uh, I, I always just, I, I feel like I'm going to get punished when they I go just, in every they time. They just put the Popeye's Chicken, like, right next to it, and then there. they, they yeah. point the, the treadmill at it, so it's like you're chasing <laughs> the Popeye's Chicken the whole time, like it's a carrot on a string. Yeah, something like that. But uh, no, they, I know we're, right now they're offering a, a free month if you go in and you check them out. And a free month of, uh, I think there's a lot of classes they do when they're small. Uh, not, I don't want to say intimate. Intimate is such a weird word. Yeah, when especially when you talk about like physical activity yeah. then. But no, it's cool. Like We've been doing one-on-one. They do one-on-one training. and uh, Kind of, what you been doing? What kind of, do you do any of the classes? I, I haven't because they never Cause fit my schedule. One-on-one. Yeah, oh, I've been okay. doing the one-on-one. And... Uh, it's, I feel like I forgot how to work out. You know, you know, you ever get into the rhythm of working out and you're exercising? No, you've never look at me. I know I'm looking at you, but hey, we I've all never have worked phases. out in my life. I always try to, but my shoulder is kind of crappy, and yeah. uh, so I always end up hurting myself. You just somehow. gotta give up on that shoulder. Just make the <laughs> other arm like big and bulky, and well, then the legs real nice, and you get like a six pack, and then you have one crappy <laughs> fat guy shoulder. Well, that's how that's how you break your other stuff. But uh, what, what's cool is. Every time I go, and then, f- for instance, like whenever I go work out, I do whatever's easy for me. You know, I just yeah. like all right, ten, ten, and ten. I'll ten pounds. Oh, okay. At least you're not on that. Like, you ever see that machine in cartoons? It's always at the the women's gyms where it's right. like it's like the rubber bands that go around you on the shaky machine. <laughs> like, yeah. what is that? And it just like seems to shake your belly. Yeah, I don't think those are uh, around anymore. Yeah, they probably didn't do anything, huh? No, no, I, I don't think they... I think that what they thought is that would shake the fat up, and then maybe you'd just get rid of it somehow. <laughs> It'll loosen it up so it come off up, easier. Yeah. But, uh, no, this dude, Jay, uh, he's... Just every time I go in there, there's either different exercises or he changes it up, and I'm always oh, sore cool. consistently the next day. But sore in a good way, and I want it to be over like like within 15 minutes of being in it but i know i how long do you usually go for it's normally like a 45 minute session oh my god you work over 45 minutes minutes? that sounds crazy you get breaks in between he's like all right you ready to go again and like it's things like you and and he starts you off and you do a circuit right so a circuit consists of i'll do jumping jacks then uh incline press and then uh i have to do Do jumping jacks huh because he wants to get your cardio up, yeah. So you're out of breath, and then you're catching your breath. While I haven't you're doing seen anyone else. do a jumping jack in quite a long time, and I don't think I've ever seen an adult do a jumping it's, jack. It's, it's weird. In the military, we call them side straddle hops. That's you know what? I kind of get why. Like you, yeah. you can't, you can't. Then, jumping jack sounds so childish. I was on I, when I was on the twenty second Mew. That's uh, we were going on a ship across the Mediterranean. They made us uh, exercise all together, and. What drove me crazy is they'd make us do jumping jacks, and the shit would be rocking back and forth. <laughs> so we'd all be jumping backwards 10 feet, and we'd all be jumping forwards 10 feet. It was, it was a weird experience. 
But uh, no, it, it's just it's it's pretty cool. So hey, look, if anybody's out there trying to get in shape or want to figure out how, go no, check what out else Zone is on Fitness. the what else is on the circuit? I got I cut you off with the jumping jack uh, tangent. All right, for today for instance, he made me do the uh, the jumping jacks, then an incline dumbbell press. But instead of like uh, turning my arms like I, I thought would be like normal, it was almost like a hammer yeah. press type deal. And then after that, I had to do uh, uh, I think mountain climbers. And then he made me get, you know, ever see those half balls? No. Where it's like uh, this half a ball on a disc, and you have to stand up on that, like, squishy ball thing. And then I had to do hammer curls and then a shoulder press with, uh, I think they were only, like, 15 pounds, but after 15 Dude, reps. I don't know what any of this crap is. You're off. using, like, weird words. <laughs> You're like, hammer press. And I'm like, what? Oh, okay. Hammer curl is where you, like, make your hand face like a, like a hammer, right? Okay. And then you curl it up. Uh, just like that. Okay. And then the press is just you, you press your arm up in, in the air. And, uh, dude, I wanted to cry. And then I do a plank. Ever hear of a plank? I've heard of planks. Every time I see people doing planks, it reminds me of, you know those birds that balance on, the little plastic birds that balance on their beaks that you yeah. get at, like, Hampton Beach? Right. And that you put it down and it'll balance wherever it is? I, whenever people plank, it reminds me of that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to put them on a little stand and sell them next to butterfly nets. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so, no, and it's just been really kicking my ass, but I've been feeling better other things. Like, I had to run to the fourth floor in the parking garage today, and uh, I got all the way to the fourth floor, and I wasn't even, like, breathing heavy. It was it was those little things that you start being able to do, and you're like, wow, man, I feel like I'm getting into shape. And then uh, I I think we have three hours. I know I can either take a break now, or I can talk about, uh, this is... T-ball! Yeah, T-ball. Oh, man, let's take a break, then let's get into that. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? After, well, we have till 11 o'clock. I, I, okay. I'll chat about it a little bit. I don't really have too much to say about it. Oh, okay. Um, but uh probably have to mention it. I know uh, in the next half hour, I do want to talk about uh, condiments. Yeah. Because it's barbecue time, and uh, I know I'm planning a barbecue June 18th. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, if anybody wants to bring some beer. I got invited to that, right? Yeah, you did. I you believe did. I got that invite. Yeah, I, I'm going to go. I'll go. Invite. Is, that, is that Father's Day, though? No, Father's Day always lands on a Sunday. Okay. So, so it's Father's, Father's Day, Day weekend. But it is. It is. That's yeah. good. So it, it lands on a Saturday. So, shoot, if you want to bring your dad, well... I don't yeah, want to bring my dad. Maybe not you. That's, that's <laughs> he weird. People will be like, what? What do you mean you brought your dad? <laughs> um, so if you're bringing your dad, maybe I'll bring mine. Yeah, maybe my dad will be there. I know Gabby's probably not going to be there. She's like, I'm going to be busy. Like, Are you going to make another pork shoulder? I was going to make two. And, yeah, I'm uh, definitely going to go. I was, I was that... going to make my own barbecue sauce. I was thinking about making an ice cream again, and I was going to do it like, with the peanut butter. And I have this uh, this chocolate. It, it has chili pepper in it, so it gives it kind of a bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. do like peanut butter and like uh, Are you making a beer chocolate. for this too? Oh, boy, I want to, but I think I'm too late now. Because beer, for me, takes like six weeks to brew it and uh, have okay. it ready. Do you, you don't have a batch coming up? No, I will have a batch already. I have another case of it, and we're going to try it tonight uh, after okay. 10.30. It was that Dead Guy yeah. Ale clone. Oh, this is great, because the last time I was on this show, we drank the Dead Guys as part of the beer segment. That's right, that's and right. And now it's like, I'm here for the sequel. Yeah, so we'll... Uh, we'll Which is great, because De- Rogue Dead Guy is one of my favorite beers. Yeah, well... Yeah. I'm not going to give anything away because I've already kind of sampled it, but I'm going to give my opinion again. Well, the thing is, is it's been in stages, so I haven't tasted it in about a week. So I'm wondering if it's still 
getting better in the bottle. I yeah, don't know. as it ferments it a little more. But uh, you know? that's going to happen after 10.30. After this break, we're going to talk about what's your favorite condiment? What do you need to have in the fridge? What's your favorite thing to bring it to? I don't want to say to the barbecue because we're not getting yeah. any side dishes Oh, my now. gosh. Chris, the, the, the endless amount of topics for this. This is such a great subject. I know. I know. And I think because we only have four more shows until the end of uh, my season, until uh, I take the summer off. Get some sleep on my sleep number that's coming in on Saturday. and uh, <laughs> But don't worry, you guys can tune in and listen to the spinners. You can listen to the spinners or you can uh, listen to our repeats that uh, can be found ever on the website at uh, theafterparty980am.com. Or you, listen to it on Stitcher, like me. That's right, on Stitcher. I need to. I need to listen to it, man. Yeah, you get it. it's an app on your phone. You can stream it from Stitcher while you're driving around. You don't even have to use up any of your hard disk space. Yeah. If you have unlimited data, you have no reason to not be streaming the after party constantly. <laughs> That's right. And there's so many episodes. So hey, stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to the after party on 980 WCAP. The after party, kid seats aren't just ten bucks. They're free. Back to the after party. The after party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Pupilon, joined in the studio. I have Mr. Comedian Matt Barry. Hello. I have uh, Bob Philpot pushing the buttons, answering the phone, smashing the rocks. Uh, I, I never know which one you got up. <laughs> what was Shooting that one? Lasers. Uh, that was uh, Mike T- Tyson Punch Out. Uh, okay. That's a <laughs> yeah. great game. Chris gave me time to. Uh, Reload the uh, <laughs> sound effects. And uh, we have you, if you want to give us a call at any time during this program, at 978-454-4980. I mean, I'm looking at a commercial of a bed, and it's just making me think of my sleep number that's coming in on Saturday. I can't get over it. I got the kind that, like, folds in both. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. it's like the two sides fold independently of each other, like that one. I Like, we have to, it'll be the same for me as it is for Gabby, but oh, okay. uh, top and bottom, like... Zero. Gr- I can't wait, man. I my mattress is like 15 years old. <laughs> yeah, my mattress. My mattress used to be my sister's mattress, and I don't even <laughs> think she was the first owner of it. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> at 10 o'clock, we're going to be talking about. Uh, I got some weird news stories, man. Yeah, uh, talking about a possible chimney ghost in Iowa. Uh, Ooh, uh, a really naughty babysitter. <laughs> a new reality TV show that you might. Uh, have to delete your history after watching. Oh my! Your, your online history. I watched the first episode. It's pretty good. 
And uh, a Phoenix newsman gets fired. You're going to have to find out why after 10. But now we're talking about uh, what, what's your favorite condiments? Oh, and after 10.30, we're going to sample my uh, living, uh, my Dead Guy Ale clone versus Rogue Dead Guy Ale. And uh, we, I have two Rhodes Expressway Coffee Stout. So uh, in the meantime, we're chatting about your favorite condiment. Because uh, it's, bur- it's burger time. It's Yeah, yeah, it's, it's getting time. summer. It's hot out. What is it, what, do you keep it classic? Are you like a, a ketchup and mustard guy? You know, I, I had a hot dog the other day, and uh, I, I did ketchup, mustard, and relish. And I, oh, man. That was like... That's so American of you. I, oh, it's so good, though. That combination. I I'm going like to be real with you, man. I can't stand ketchup, mustard, or relish. At the same time or at all? I don't like all? any of them. Really? Yeah. What I don't is know it with why. you? My son, my oldest son, he doesn't like ketchup either, and I think he's weird. Yeah, I'm not anti-condiment. I'm just anti... Like, I, if, if if a sandwich comes with mustard on it, I'm not going to be like, no mustard. <laughs> like, if, if someone's handing out, like, pastrami and mustard sandwiches, I'm like, all right, I'm down with that. Oh, but they that. go so well together. Pastrami yeah. and mustard? Yeah, yeah. I, but, but I'm never going to make that. I don't like how, like, I don't like... What the you, the opaqueness of mustard. I don't like how it doesn't appear like liquidy. I don't like how it's that solid color. Um, yeah, that's like a, a an eight year old answer. Like I know, <laughs> I know. I'm a gigantic get, child. Do you, ca- you dip your French fries? Um, you no, find, I'll you... eat I'll eat French fries just straight. You know what? I'm a, I'm like a hot sauce guy. I'll put I'll put <laughs> hot sauce on the French fries, sriracha on the French fries. I'm big into that. What about the sriracha ketchup? Uh, I've never tried <laughs> no. it. Yeah, no, sriracha was good. For me, it's it's a weird flavor where a lot of people love it, but then I, I'm like, eh, yeah, it's just that's big okay, right but what can, I, what, what can I mix it with? Sriracha's going to be one of those things that like people look back on and be like, oh, that was so 2010s. Sriracha Doritos? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they got a lot of attention when uh, the town around their area... I started complaining about the uh, the the fumes from the chili peppers yeah. burning their eyes, so they almost had to close down. But oh, fortunately, fortunately, they're they're still making their sriracha. Do you? Uh, what about like? Uh, where do you stand on mayonnaise? I you mayonnaise, know I feel like is very divisive. I grew up not really liking it, and uh, I would just skim a little tiny layer in a sandwich, and I thought that was good. It wasn't until I started working at Blue House, uh, Blue House in Salem, New Hampshire, best roast beef around. <laughs> but uh, I started getting mayonnaise on that sandwich, and with the sauce, cheese, and mayo, it, it's just the it was an amazing combination. And if you get yourself a Poublon special at Blue House... <laughs> you have your own sandwich there? Yeah, they make it. Uh, uh, Bob's gotten it before. I, I will vouch for that. I had one. Because <laughs> when I was working there, I, was, I would always make my roast beef sandwich with sauce, cheese, mayo, and I would grab some of their onion rings, which are made fresh daily. And uh, it's it's crunchy, it's sweet, and it mixes well with the the mayonnaise. And, I gotta and get my one mouth of these. is watering thinking about it. it. Takes about a week off your life. Yeah, not to mention the roast beef is sliced so thin it just dissolves while you're eating it. You can kind of just taste the flavor of the meat because it's cooked to perfection every day. This is in Salem, New Hampshire. Salem, New Hampshire. It's worth than half an hour from my house. Do you remember where like Chris's Comics used to be in that weird no. rotary? All right, uh, it's that weird rotary. I know where, the rotary. Uh, CD, yeah. Statue's Pizza is right. Yeah. Well, right, right they're at the, the big blue house. You can't really miss it there. Yeah, they're right on the border of Methuen and Salem. But uh, they're hiring also, and I, I, I promised them I would, I would plug oh, that. I, border of Methuen? Every time I go there, they say, hey, uh, you need some hours? Like, no, <laughs> no, I'm really busy. I go trust eat me. a sandwich, go to the movies. I feel like the, for the first year I worked there, I did it just for the free roast beef sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that's, I, I like mayonnaise, but here and there, I, if it's a nice mixture, it gives it a, a creaminess to yeah, it. Yeah, I can't put it on. I don't like the sound it makes. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? Yeah, I like mayonnaise, but I can't put it on. I can't deal.
deal with mayonnaise in a jar. I can't own mayonnaise. It's like I'll get mayonnaise from a restaurant and that's only. Really? So you don't have to hear it? Yeah, and I don't like the way it like jiggles around. I don't like how it gets hairy after a while. Uh, well, mayonnaise doesn't get hairy. <laughs> when does mayonnaise get hairy? Does that, is that not true? Is that just a cartoon thing I, that I've I, just been believing my whole life? I think it depends on how long you have your mayonnaise in your refrigerator, but that's the yeah, but case I thought with most if you, food. I thought if you left mayonnaise out for like a day, it got hairy. That's everything. Yeah, you do never never <laughs> want to leave your mayonnaise out. Yeah, see, like, I, but yeah, but nothing <laughs> else gets hairy. I, well, not in a day. I've never heard of mayonnaise getting hairy in a day. Personally, really, it takes really. a couple days, probably maybe a week. I would say a week, but then at that point, you, you don't want to leave. That's one of those because it's made with eggs, oil, and vinegar. So you oh, got to think, it? yeah, you're leaving that stuff out, and it's I don't think they is that cook all that's in the in process. It? Yeah, for, oh, for the man. most part, yeah. I like all those things. I'm, I feel kind of <laughs> bad about my mayonnaise hate now, <laughs> and that's that that deals with the consistency. Well, dude, if you leave eggs out, they'll turn into chickens. Hmm. <laughs> well. Not only the fertilized ones. And being covered in feathers is way worse than being covered in feathers. (laughs) That's right. So, Uh, hot sauce, though. Yeah, I I like, uh, I like adding hot sauce, though, to ketchup. I I like that more as an, or if I'm gonna have some, like, I'll make breaded pork chops and I'll use hot sauce on it, but I like to have blue cheese crumbles on the side. Yeah. Uh, I'll mix hot sauce in with, like, tomato sauce if I'm making, like, a meatball sub or something. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's always good. I'm down with the hot sauce. What do you now? How do you feel about um, barbecue sauce on burgers? That's okay, depending on what else you're putting on it. Like if you don't want ketchup, that's a good substitute. Yeah. Like I'd imagine like uh, barbecue sauce with maybe a little uh, uh, cheddar and uh, like those onion strings, you know? Definitely, yeah. Uh, and and some bacon, and then b- whatever. Onions and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Barbecue sauce. You're just throwing out sandwich recipes like a master on this. Well, episode. that's what I would put on mine if I was gonna have barbecue. It's, sauce. No, you you pick all the right things. I'm just like, oh geez, I never even thought about putting two <laughs> things on a sandwich. You know what I hate? I'll, sometimes I'll make Gabby. Um, I'll make my wife a sandwich, and then I'll make something for me. Because I take her order, whatever she wants. She, I'll give it to her, and then I'll make my own thing, and then she'll look at it and be like, "What did you put in yours?" <laughs> Why didn't you do that for me? I'm like, you, I, I gave you your order, but I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> Sorry, lady. Make your own sandwich. What do you think about ranch? You ever think people get a little too crazy with the ranch putting Is it ranch on stuff? Is ranch still a thing? Like, I, I don't... I don't really see too many people. Ranch, I, for me, isn't as popular as it was. Yeah. Ranch is definitely, I never even noticed that before, that ranch was in decline in popularity. <laughs> like, there was a while where ranch was on every chicken sandwich ever, but now you definitely see uh, ranch being excluded sometimes. I like ranch here and there. I'm more like, uh, I like Caesar or Greek dressing. Yeah, but that you can't really use Caesar or Greek as a condiment, can you? Like, you ever eat a sandwich ranch with Caesar is a or Greek? Well, yeah, you're right. I like to dip things in it. Yeah, I don't really yeah. like ranch on my sandwich anyway. I've never know. been I a think ranch it's fan. all right on like a like a chicken bacon ranch sandwich or like if you're having any kind of buffalo sandwich. I, I feel like ranch is a good substitute for blue cheese if you're not all about blue cheese. I like blue cheese though. I'm a blue cheese guy too. I'm just saying I I understand the ranch. People. I like to. I'm still on team blue cheese. See now, do you like a chunkier blue cheese or a thinner blue cheese? The chunkier blue cheese. Yeah, yeah. The thinner blue cheese. It, I don't know. I think it's kind of gross. Feels artificial, you know. You know what? What I do is I I'll make my own blue cheese dressing, but and I'll make it. With with a gorgonzola instead of blue cheese. So I guess it's really oh, a gorgonzola a dressing. 
And uh, the flavors match up beautifully. And I, sometimes I feel like blue cheese. You get a chunk that's too big, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't like blue cheese that much. Yeah, they should put a guy in charge of knocking down those. <laughs> you should hire prisoners to swing pickaxes of big uh, pickaxes at big chunks of blue cheese what while it's on like a conveyor belt. What about horseradish? You ever do horseradish? I'm down for horseradish every once in a while. Um, Small amounts, though. Yeah, I feel like if I I would never buy horseradish. I feel like it would go bad before I used all of it, and that would make me feel bad about getting it. But <laughs> yeah, I like horseradish because I, I I like wasabi too. You know. I gotta say, uh, I I get this uh, sandwich pal uh, mayonnaise with the horseradish in it. It's just awesome. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Is yeah. it like a spicy mayonnaise then? Yes. Yeah, I, I'll have Love to get it. that. I might be down for that. That sounds good. They also make a uh, spicy uh, mustard as well. Really? Yeah. Oh. What kind of context do you use the spicy mayonnaise in? Like, what kind of sandwiches are you putting that uh, on? R- roast beef. Roast beef. That yeah. sounds ham good. Cheese. Yeah, yeah Sometimes totally. even a burger. Yeah, everything. Yeah. I've been in a bit of a ham renaissance recently. I've been reappreciating ham. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ham yeah, well, was one of those things my mom packed me a lot in school, and then I got all hammed out, and I was like, I'm going to cool it on the ham for a while. Right. And now my sister's back from college, and she eats ham, so there's you been ham around. Ham. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with some ham. Ham's never been my favorite, but it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. Like, I'm, like ever go? Like, I, that's what I hate about Easter. Like, oh, I'm gonna cook a ham dinner. So you're gonna b- put a big chunk of meat in the already cooked meat, and you're gonna reheat it in the oven, and then we're gonna slice <laughs> it up. You're gonna put brown sugar on it, and that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> Eat it with some pineapples, dude. It's not like it's not like people are cooking this ham for you every day. You know what the type of ham I actually like though is the uh, the smoked pork ham oh, that yeah. you get. It's kind of individually wrapped. And I'll make a macaroni and cheese, and I'll slice that up and make it really small and throw that in there. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, was... Speaking of speaking of like crazy condiments, I'm I'm all for using macaroni and cheese as a condiment. <laughs> what really? Yeah, you ever go to like one of those crazy hot dog places like Jerry Remy's? There used to be Sausage King in Nashua, and every okay. once in a while they'll throw macaroni and cheese on a hot dog. Oh, that's kind of like putting chili in a hot dog, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Adding more carbs to your. Thing. Yeah, it's like even fatter. How is that though? Is that good? Like... I loved it, but I mean, I love. Both those things. And you've seen the kind of crap I eat, dude. I know, I've... so I'm amazed you don't like certain condiments. Oh, boy. Anchovy paste. I've never had anchovy paste or regular anchovies. Yeah. You know what I like uh, for sandwiches especially? I made some Italians last week. and uh, You throw some oil and vinegar on there? I, I No, I, I threw in some oil, but I threw in a little mayonnaise, too. I shouldn't have done on both, On the Italian. Yeah, it's good. Oh, but with the hairy. It wasn't hairy mayonnaise, no. <laughs> but uh, you get the pickles. It's not really like a relish, but they're like cubed pickles, and uh, I get, they're, the, they're the best ones. They're not awkward in your sandwich. You can spread them around perfectly. Yeah, when I'm having pickles on a sandwich, I like to have like the whole pickle. You know, like the really I yeah. don't like that because there's like too some much speared pickles. Because sometimes you grab the bite just right and you pull the whole pickle out of the sandwich. You got to bite all the way through, dude. I don't. Why are you sometimes... biting halfway and just trying to pull? Like sometimes have your teeth meet in the middle. You're a human being. Like your teeth are designed to do that. Well, sometimes I might get the edge or something because I don't know where it's located in the sandwich. <laughs> so I'm just munching down and I pull the whole pickle out of the sandwich. And no, I'm disappointed. That's, yeah, that's why I only roll pickles on subs because you have to eat them in a direction. You get those like long, flat pickles. <laughs> you don't get the circular pickles. Don't roll with that. That's crazy. I no, know what I you're saying. No, I get the little cubed pickles. They're like not. They're like uh, two steps up from relish, and it's dill. They're amazing. You got to get them. What's your favorite kind of pickle? Uh, oh, that's a good. I mean, I like the dill for most. I'm a sandwiches. dill guy too. What about you, Bob? 
Yeah, I like those bread and butter ones. I do like gherkins, the gherkin bread and butter ones. Yeah, those are my yeah. Favorite. Those are like the, those Super are kind of sweet little, ones, right? They're like yeah. the little midget. Yeah, those They're are full really of sugar. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. It's like those eating like, candy. They're yeah. like a dessert pickle. I gotta stay away then. Yeah, they are pretty sweet. Uh, Vegemite. I don't even know what Vegemite is. You think it's hard to make pickles? Uh, no, no, I think it's pretty easy. You, you just, just like, leave them in, in, in crap for a while, right? Do you notice, like, when you go to a restaurant, like, almost always, the pickles aren't very good? Like, yeah. what, are, what is that? Well, <laughs> that's because, that's because they, they use the pickles as, like, a garnish, I feel, mostly. Yeah. I feel like you're not supposed to eat that pickle. I went to, uh... You're just supposed to appreciate its beauty. What's that bread place, Panera Bread? Hmm. And I got the the most decrepit pickle that day. <laughs> it looked like it was a, 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 a like just a, a falling into itself type. Dude, of pickle. every time I've been to Panera Bread, I'm always like, "What's the big deal?" I know, I don't understand. I was you really been to a Panera Bread, uh, a Panera a Banana Bread, a Panera Bread, Bob? No, but my brother's always talking about it. I'm like, I just roll my eyes. I I got a sandwich and I I got like uh, angry. <laughs> really, <laughs> like I felt like I. I very frustrated over what they gave me. Like normally, I don't get angry, and and Gabby was like, "Chris, calm down." I'm like, <laughs> the avocado was on one side, and it was just a big lump of it, and it fell out completely. Just and and I was yeah, you with a fork, just just avocado. Oh my gosh! And it was it was just a maybe I got to go there again, but I don't want to get angry at my food again. I don't I get angry like, over uh, food normally. The people I know who are really into Panera Bread, they don't eat the sandwiches there. They're always getting, like, soup or something like yeah. that. <laughs> well, the bread, okay, fine. We got bread, and that was fine. They gave me, like, a bruised apple, and I was like, no, I'm not. Because the bread was okay. And, and I'm maybe thinking, you shouldn't be ordering apples from what's essentially a well, fast they food gave restaurant. Me, they, I got a like sandwich. Maybe it's, it's not that surprising that this national chain And this awful sandwich stores. with the decrepit pickle was already, like, nine fifty, <laughs> and And they said, do you want chips, an apple, or bread. And I was like, what? Chips, <laughs> apple, or bread? Like, that's the weirdest choice. Yeah. And I, I said, size. what? One more time. And I said, just give me the apple. Because I was already frustrated for some reason or other. And then they gave me this. The sandwich looked promising. but the it, And then it just fell apart. And I feel like the guy was probably scratching his ass when he was making it. I'm not claiming anything. <laughs> I'm just, that's how the sandwich was put together. And I was kind of frustrated. Oh, man. Their chips are pretty good. You should have got. The I chips. should have gotten the chips. Yeah, Gabby got the chips, and no, she got the bread. The bread was good too, but oh man, what an awful sandwich that was! I think that place just gets way too much hype. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They just bought out the Life Alive. Really? I just went Come to on. Life Alive. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. My girlfriend's sister worked there. I, yeah, I went to Life Alive tonight for dinner because I figured that was the healthiest place that I can order from. Yeah, there. I wasn't. I went there. My girlfriend's super. Her sister works there, so she's like, "Hey, can we go?" And I went, and I remember just looking at the menu and being like, "What is this? Like, what? There's no. What do you mean? There's no meat? Like, there's no meat in this building here now? That's crazy." Yeah, but you know what? They put me. I, I think I got the adventurer or the emperor goddess. And it, it was that? huge. I, I can't even tell you. There was brown rice in there. There was beets. There was but it was like a, it was like a dish type thing. It, it was like a I'm, sandwich. I had to make it or, into a wrap. And I walked back, and actually some of the beet juice dripped out on my shorts. So yeah, that stuff stains too, man. I know. Hopefully, I can get it out. I mean, I was kind of stuck here. But anyway, it, it was it was good. I didn't think I could finish it all. I did. I didn't want to take a nap. I was I was very yeah. It, I, they have super good smoothies. Yeah, yeah, I got they, one of their smoothies. I, I got like a, I got like a, like this like pressed wrap thing. I was like, you got like f- at least you know, 
make it seem meat-like, like make it like a panini, so it reminds me of a real sandwich. Right. And then my girlfriend got like a quinoa thing or something. What about butter for a condiment? Uh, That's dude, number one on this list I'm looking at. I love butter, and I hate how I'm, I just feel like I feel so like I feel like I'm killing myself. Ever put I'm butter on a steak? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't realize how amazing that was until I did it one time, and. And then it'll kill you if you do that too much. Like, that's like heroin. (laughs) Oh, my butter on a steak is great. Butter on anything, dude. Butter on a lobster. Butter on toast. I used to just, like, slather toast. I used to put butter on two sides of toast. Really? Yeah, and have it just soak all the way through. You need one side to be crunchy. Hey, man, I didn't say it was right. Do you need the cinnamon and sugar? Uh, I've done that before. I have done it. It's not a regular thing, you know. I, I'm now I'm like a simple man. I just I just want like a little <laughs> bit of butter on the toast. Man, yeah. <laughs> put butter on both sides. <laughs> yeah, I don't put jelly on my toast. Soy sauce, or when I'm eating sushi, I like the soy sauce. No, yeah, no. Do you put so- the, yeah, it's soy sauce. It's right? soy sauce, and uh, do you put the wasabi in it? Like mix I it do. up. I do. I. It's Me almost too. like a, a thick smoothie at that point, where I'm wincing in pain after every bite. Yeah, <laughs> and then I eat a piece of ginger afterwards. But I, sometimes I get nuts, and I throw the ginger in. And turns out you're not even supposed to mix the two. What? You're, you're supposed to eat the wasabi by itself. Really? I thought you were supposed to mix the wasabi I've with the, the soy too. sauce and then dip just the bottom of the piece of sushi in Well, I, I guess it depends on who you learn it from, but uh, I found I mean, out that I that's just, wrong. I'm going by one dude I saw on YouTube, <laughs> yeah, me too. and that's it. And he was white. He wasn't even, like, he, thinking back on it, he was not qualified at all. No. He was no. just a guy on the internet. But I, I do, I love, uh, su- I haven't had sushi in a while, to the point I think I... Yeah, it's been a little while for me, too. Yeah. Now, now I'm gonna eat some. Yeah, not right now, because there's no place we're gonna be able to get sushi right now. Yeah, it's too late at night. All the fish would have been kind of old anyway. Maybe, maybe. But hey, look, uh, if uh, you they, have sushi, come by the station. Give us some sushi. Yeah, give Matt your sushi. <laughs> you can have some too. Chris. I don't think I'm gonna want it, but depending on who comes here. All right. I mean, we'll take it. We don't have to eat it in front of them. We could take the sushi and be like, thank you. Seem very grateful. What are you looking at? Well, I'm looking at the date, and I know uh, Mark is putting together that comedy show at Comic-Con, and I just found out I can't go. Because uh, I know I'm... So, Mark, if you're listening, take Chris off Well, no, list. he messaged me back, and he said either day, and I was thinking about messaging him back, but we only have a minute, and I figured I'd message him back in about a minute or two. Okay. I was just looking at the dates again to reassure myself. Dude, Rob Bruce is going to be there from Comic Yeah, Man. those things are always super fun, too, and the show that Mark puts together is is absolutely amazing. I th- they're so fun. Yeah, yeah. You were there last so year. He's so innovative. Yeah, I did one of them. I didn't do it when he was doing, like, the... The late night show. Yeah, format. oh, that I saw that. Really it was cool. like the late lunch, but it was like yeah, late early. lunch, and uh, it was it was so funny. And I know I went there. I was really hungover that day, and I thought I could just wing it. And when I got in front of everybody, I couldn't just wing it. It was <laughs> awful. And Mark, he pulled me back, and he he, he bailed me out. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy! What a guy! So hey, stay with us. We got some wacky news stories to talk about on the other side of the news. So uh, you're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the after party. We hope you enjoy your stay. Here's Chris Kublon. 
Time now for the odd headlines with the after party on 980 WCAP. Welcome back to the after party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Poulon. Joining the studio, we have uh, Matt Barry. Hey. We have Bob Philpot. And we have you. If you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980, go ahead. I'll, I'll keep it going. If you want to tell us your favorite condiment for the summer, if you do something wacky, weird, um, let us know. I'd, I'd still take those oh, calls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I want to. See, I want people to call in. Like if you're eating like hot dogs with like dead skin you shaved off your feet on them, call in and tell us about that. Mark just said, ah! About what? I said I, I can't make it. I said he's welcome to come by after he's done the show to eat some food because I'm making some really good barbecue that day. Oh, ma'am. No, nah, he's not going to go. He didn't go last time, and he had nothing to do that day. I know. <laughs> really? This time he has stuff to do. He's definitely not going. No, I know. I I wanted to invite him. I, uh, so I, I invited him now. You should just aggressively invite him. Like, invite I, him every week. Just be I, like, hey, man. I just, just asked if he liked pulled pork, and may, maybe he does. Maybe he does. Anyway. I don't trust people who don't like pulled pork. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I well, there's think... a whole race that doesn't like pulled pork. There's a whole culture. No, 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 no. They don't not like pulled pork. They, just they don't allow it. themselves to eat pulled pork. <laughs> you know, if they eat pulled pork, they would be like, all right, I get it, guys. This is... I know what you guys are doing. Uh, d- don't tell anybody. <laughs> pulled pork really came out of nowhere, too, huh? Like, pulled pork wasn't really huge in, like, the 90s. Really? I don't know. At least I think so. Thing. Like I feel like I feel like pulled pork is a very recent phenomena. You don't think so? I, I feel like it's been around since I was younger. Really? Yeah, because oh, I remember I was in a culinary arts class and everybody was raving about this other teacher's pulled pork, and I think it was like thirteen at that time. But okay. I, I guess I never really heard maybe, of it much yeah, earlier. Maybe than I that. wasn't really exposed to pulled pork at all. Uh, we, hey, at ten thirty, we're going to be talking about a few different beers. Eleven oh five, we're probably going to recycle everything we started in the beginning with. Uh, but now we got a couple of news stories to chat about, and we're gonna head to Iowa, where uh, this is pretty. This is silly. Uh, uh, a couple in the town of Carroll confused a voice for a ghost when they heard whispering coming from a chimney of a can redemption center that they own. It was originally the husband. Uh, Wednesday morning. It was. <laughs> it was Wednesday morning, uh, and it was early. It had to have been early in the morning. Uh, Mr. Uh, Brad Sapp, he told his wife he heard a whisper saying, get out of here. Uh, he looked for the source of the voice, but he couldn't find anything all around the redemption center. Uh, and his wife teased that it must have been a ghost. You know, he thought he was losing his mind. All right, so and then it says nine hours later. So it says early nine hours later. It must have been late at night, really. Uh, at 10 a.m., uh, she heard a man yelling, I'm in the chimney! <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the chimney! Help! Originally... She thought it was her husband uh, messing with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, whatever, Brad. Uh, but sure enough, it was a naked uh, 29-year-old by the name of Jordan Kajuski. Uh, he told her he was playing hide-and-seek and when he fell in the <laughs> chimney. Uh, the couple called 911, and rescue workers were able to get him out. Uh, and he was arrested on trespassing charges. Hide and seek. A, okay, a no twenty-nine-year-old man is playing hide and seek. Right. And B, I played hide and seek. You don't get naked for that game. <laughs> no. Like in the hide and seek doesn't involve being naked at all because you, you're easier to see when you're naked. Yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Sab he says he had no clue why Kajuski was naked, <laughs> though the man did have some clothes with him. 
the chimney does not seem wide enough to undress inside, which means uh, he must have got naked before he jumped into the chimney. So, um, he, the, the, the fella does recognize Kajuski, uh, because I guess he's come in before to deposit bottles and everything, but... Uh, okay. Uh, yep. Taken away on trespassing. It's never a good idea ever to go down the chimney. No. no. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with you there. Unless someone was giving you a lot of money to. I would do it for, like... I, I wouldn't even do it for, Yeah, like and you had a much. rescue team, though. Unless, like, you... I mean, you're stuck in a chimney. You're stuck in a chimney. That's not fun. I'll take that shot, though. I'll be like, all right, I think I can get down there if it was enough money. Do you think that, like, brings up new anxieties in, in claustrophobic situations? you think... <laughs> Probably, yeah. And it's... You know the air in there is not good. Right. So you're right. going to freak out after a while. You're going to be like, oh, I'm going to get black lung. Like, my life is over all because I just wanted to be naked in a chimney one. Well, you look at this guy, and you, I, I think he's already had those thoughts. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't have the picture cute. I want to know, like, who who's on that rescue team? Is that Fireman, I presume? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like third one this week. <laughs> like, oh, we got another naked guy in a chimney. <laughs> Everybody get the mayonnaise. Uh, yeah, yeah. But not around <laughs> Matt Barry, though. He doesn't like the sound <laughs> <Yeah>. it makes. <laughs> uh, a Colorado woman is facing charges of robbery and child abuse after allegedly attempting to rob a bank while babysitting two kids. Uh, 28-year-old Rachel Einspar was arrested Friday afternoon after police say she robbed the drive through window of the Colorado East Bank and Trust. Oh, Severance. that must have been hard. <laughs> With, like, the tube? Yeah. Like, she's just she's, she's like yelling at him on the screen. She's like, put all your money in the thing. Send it through the tube or I'm going to no park this car tax. and come in there. <laughs> well, she used the kids as, like, her, uh, her alibi. Well, not her alibi, but her... Uh, well, it's... Uh, Authorities say Einspar passed a note to the teller through a vacuum tube stating there was a man in her car who was threatening to harm her children if he didn't get money. Uh, the note actually read, uh, Do not sound alarmed. The man in the very back wants 100s and 50s. No dye packs or trackers. He has gun on my kids. And uh, fearing for the lives, the teller actually gave the suspect $500 and uh, she she drove off. And uh, it looks minutes later, after the robbery was reported, officers found her a distance away. And uh, awful. It's a pretty smart robbery, though. Right, to yeah. Invent, to invent an imaginary robber like that, to be like, oh, I'm a victim here. <laughs> Come on, she's she's double dipping. She's making money on the babysitting. I know. And then going for more. <laughs> she, she's already, she, hey, she's working it. Maybe, maybe they're only paying her $9 an hour. Nah, uh, babysitters get taken care of. This man. wouldn't happen if they raise the minimum wage. Yeah, yeah, maybe if she was getting paid $15 an hour. Uh, investigators interviewed Einspar and her employer and discovered she had been hired to babysit the two kids who had been in the back of the SUV used in the robbery. The kids were unharmed during the robbery. Luckily, there was no man with a gun on their heads. But uh, Einspar, she told police, I can't go back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Who, so she's been to jail, who is paying her to babysit? Who is is hiring a babysitter who's been to jail before? Right. <laughs> I know, well, who hired her? Is it like a, I imagine it must have been like family members, or can, there has to be a Corey check among those yeah. who are working yeah, she, for a babysitter She definitely company. wasn't the first babysitter they tried to book that day. Right, right. Well, uh, 
She said uh, she maintained her innocence, saying that there was a man who forced her to do the bank robbery, but eventually she admitted uh, planning the robbery herself. Her motive, according to police, was to use the money to pay $15,000 as part of a restitution plea deal for previous offenses. Oh, boy. This oh woman, boy. she's she's a winner. Open. She has an open case currently in Evans for over 30 counts of forgery, ID theft, and felony theft. And <laughs> Why would she keep doing that? She's clearly not good at it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly. Uh, but yeah, she's right now she's being charged with one count of robbery and two counts of child abuse. I wonder, well, maybe it's because they didn't give the kids the lollipop. I think she's out of a babysitting job, too. I know, I know. Unless they're really desperate. All right, we'll bail you out. Can you still do Saturday? (laughs) No driving. Oh, man, that's desperate. All right, uh, I'll go to the next one. Because I I watched this, and uh, it's it's a pretty silly concept if you can get your head around it. There's this new reality TV show, and it's free as long as you have the Internet. And uh, the the winner wins $1 million, and... uh, They'll they'll be in porn. It's a <laughs> it's uh it's called the sex factor. It's a very not safe for work. It's a very uh clean your browser because you don't know <laughs> what your browser's gonna have. But it's a very interesting idea. It's almost like American Idol or uh, uh, any talent show. Only it is eight men and eight women uh, in a reality show trying to compete to be in porn, and the winner gets one million dollars. What do they do to compete? Like what are the uh, what are like the challenges? I, I watched the first episode and the first one was kissing, okay. and uh, they had a kiss. I I don't like watching that. That for me that's it, a little bit weird. It was and but I they had that a, first round though. I think I'm a pretty good kisser. And and the judges are other uh, stars and they judge in whether or not they were believing the kiss or not. And yeah. you can see these people are very real. So do they kiss the judges? <laughs> no, they kiss each other. They pair them oh, okay. up with other people that have to kiss. You can actually see it if you go to... Is it always uh, man-woman when they they pair them up, or do they make them do same-sex stuff? No, so far, uh, like, the female porn stars would go up to the other female contestants, and they would kiss, because the first one they had kissing was, like, a guy and a girl, and the girl was, like, biting him and beating him up. It was weird. Oh, that's what was kind of that? funny about it. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think you're supposed to. Uh, but then the, the, the female not, star... That's what makes it exotic. The, the, yeah, the, the judge, she wanted to try the girl out herself, and uh, it, it looks awkward and weird. great. It is, it's pretty funny if you can get your mind around it. Um, and then the second was uh, um, in, in a, a fake... O competition between the guys and the girls. Yeah, I don't know how I'd do in that one. I know. One guy just started screaming at the girl. He's <laughs> like, ah! 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 <laughs> he won, though, because the other girl, she couldn't she couldn't do it. So Was she, like, laughing the whole time? Uh, yeah, she was, she was chuckling. She had her own issues. I'm trying to keep this as, like, clean as I can because it does. It gets, it's, it's a dirty reality TV show. It's everything you'd expect it to be. Yeah. Like, Are one, they nude? Are they new? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the uh, the other one was uh, man. How can I clean this up? Was um, an <laughs> uh, oral competition. Yeah, uh, they had to like do. They had to do speeches. Uh, similar, <laughs> similar. <laughs> Only uh, it was a it was a three minute speech, and uh, the the woman had to do all the talking, and then the guy had to make sure 
not to finish the speech. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, I always hate when that happens. When you're up there giving a speech and then someone just jumps in. I know, yeah. Well, one just guy... Just finishes your speech. One of the fellas, he, he, they, they lost the challenge because they got through two of them and then one of them finished his speech and they lost the challenge. Oh, and, uh, no. But, uh, but they, the women were all creeped out by the one guy that finished anyway. Uh, I'm just going to do spoiler alert for the first episode because the one guy that got voted off, he thought it was the coolest thing being part of it. So I guess he was just like walking around naked doing whatever he wanted. <laughs> and all the other girls were he like, He was like, I got on. what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we're still people. And then you could see him off to the side talking to the reality camera like, hey, man, we're here. I'm going to do it. I'm, I, I don't get this opportunity ever. I can just hang out naked? Yeah, why not? <laughs> he was kind of a creepy dude. You know? But I won't give any of them away. But it's an interesting concept. You can go to xhamster.com if you find yourself curious or go to sexfactor. But sexfactor.com. But, geez, what a weird concept to a reality TV show. It's great, too, because I'm looking at, like, promotional images for it, too, yeah. and it looks like any other reality show. Like, they're just it, in a house. They're psyched to be there. They're all, like, 20-something. It totally is. They're in a really nice house, and they do these really Except for one challenges. girl who looks like she's de she doesn't look happy at all. Yeah. And Yeah, and then the girl next to her is kind of, like, busted. Well, it... it it's it's pretty interesting, and if you want to get a chuckle and the kids are in the room, certainly go for it. Check it out. Uh, I guess they're being posted every two weeks. It's a ten ten episodes have been filmed, and they're posting every two weeks. But and if the kids are in the room, but you don't care if they get mus messed up because you love them anyway, go ahead and take a gander. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I, that's one thing I don't think I could be on. It's weird because when you think about that as an entity you don't think about all the people that are standing around that type of scene so yeah. that's what these guys that really wanted to be in this type of industry they're all about the cool part but they don't realize when they're walking around they're not with one other person they're with like 20 people in a room watching them yeah so it's gotta be a lot of pressure man yeah i, I can only imagine and uh in all fairness, that one guy that finished his speech, that girl's speech was real good. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to move along. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> um, the next one is this new app. And look, I didn't mean to keep the topic sex both times, but they actually have an app that's called Bang Fit. And uh, it's a way to get people to exercise through sex. And simulated sex. Simulated. Yeah, well, simulated? Really? It says, and it gets people to exercise via simulated sex, not sit-ups. I don't know what that means, but... Well, it, you you attach... It comes with a little belt you attach your, your phone to, and the phone goes to your uh, waist, and you're supposed to have your, your, your partner with you, and, and the phone is synced up to a program online, and... Oh, so you, is it like a pedometer? It's like a yeah. pedometer for thrusts. And you can get points, almost like Guitar Hero, so you have to follow the... The uh, the rhythm of the uh, computer, uh, the game, in order to get points. So, like, for me, I was just wondering, oh, man, I feel like I should have thought more about this. Uh, it says on the website, think of it as Guitar Hero for sex. And I feel like I'd lose all yeah, of the time. It says, exercisers can stick with basic positions or work to, up to more acrobatic and athletic positions like squat and thrust and missionary press. Which sounds like a wrestling move. <laughs> it does sound like a wrestling move. 
I I just wonder who would like get the most exercise. Like who is this really for? The 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 female or the male? And then you got to wonder like who really does all the work. It's just for people who want to seem cool. I guess. So they're just going to throw it on their phone and then and so like hopefully people like when they take a glance like see it on their on their phone screen while it's like laying on the bar and they're like, "Oh wow, this guy yeah. has athletic sex. He must be like Sting. Like this is going to be crazy." <laughs> And you find out his score is so high because he's really playing pinball. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I used to I used to have Tinder on my phone and get a bunch of matches and then never look at them, so I would still have all the notifications. Yeah. So I would have the icon, and it would say I had, like, 17 notifications, and people would be like, wow, this guy's getting hit up all the time, and they don't know I've spent the last couple of months accumulating those. Oh. <laughs> so, hey, if you want to get fit, you want to uh, go, go to bangfit.com, but make sure you have a partner. I, well, they have one player on there as well, so I don't know how that works out. <laughs> I'm going to get this. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to get it right now. All right, then I and then I found one story right before the show, so I didn't rewrite it or anything, but uh, I'll just tell you what happened because uh, this is great. This is, this is just so good. Uh, there was a newsman for KPHO in Phoenix. He was arrested... On charges of public defecation while on the job. Oh, no. Mr. Jonathan Lowe. Uh, police arrested Lowe in Goodyear, Arizona, after he allegedly pooped on the lawn belonging to a criminal suspect whose story he was covering for the station. <laughs> no, good for him, though. Like, Because at least that guy deserved it. It's not like he's out there pooping on innocent people's lawns. Well, I mean, you're still... Ugh, gross. No, how? but how much worse is it? Like, some nice little old lady wakes up, hobbles out to get her pa- morning paper, and there's a big a big steamy turd in the way. For a human turd? But if it's some if it's some felon, then it's like, all right, we'll screw him. Yeah, but still, you're you're in the news, man. You're How do you make it that far in your career? Like, I feel like if you're a newsman, you have a legitimate resume at that point. <laughs> like, who are they hiring that that would be in their mind, like, good? Like, you you have to... Maybe yeah, I'm just on such routine. That's the rock and roll lifestyle of journalism, man. That's what <laughs> I guess it is. So. It, that guy's like Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson's technically a journalist. Yeah, but I, I've never heard any stories of him, like... Oh, you're going to tell me that Hunter S. Thompson never pooped on a lawn? Because if you were like Matt, three people throughout history who probably pooped on lawns but didn't ever say it officially, Hunter S. Thompson would be, like, my first one. And Andrew so? Jackson would be second. I need to watch Always, uh, not Always Sunny and Phil, the, the other movie, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas again, huh? Yeah, I Did you ever see the one with Bill Murray? No, uh, Where the Buffalo Where the Buffalo Room. I haven't seen that one. I think Fear and Loathing's kind of overrated. Yeah, it it's, was fun when I was a kid. It's cool visually, and it's yeah. definitely fun and like kind of funny and entertaining. But and how wacky like the stuff. It's they're super trying to long. Do. Yeah, that's true. It's like real long for what Where it is. Where the Buffalo Room was pretty good though. Watching Bill Murray with his. Uh, he, I think he always had a drink in his hand. Oh yeah, that's uh, cool. was did you cool. see Rum Diary? No, Johnny Depp was in that one too. Like Rum Diary was Hunter S. Thompson's first novel. Oh really? But it was like retroactively published. Like it was the first one he wrote, but one of the last ones published. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't good at all. Oh well, uh, Goodyear Police. Uh, they say that Lowe chose to use the front yard of a residence to relieve himself, and an onlooker from across the street called it into officers. Uh, they approached oh, him. Oh, guy's a narc. He said uh, he'd had to relieve himself, and they arrested him. Lois handcuffed. <laughs> yeah. he was, he it's was, a fake poop. <laughs> it's a fake poop. 
<laughs> Where did I put that? Do you still have that? Yeah, probably. Job? That was years ago, man. Yeah, I know. That's a, a reference ago. no one even gets. <laughs> even the regular listeners. It's a fake poop. Uh. It's a fake poop. <laughs> it's a fake poop. <laughs> no, this was a real poop, sir. It's a fake poop. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Of, yeah. Um, yeah, and those guys, they're putting a fake poop on a guy's, like, really, really, uh, It was like a Lamborghini, car. right? And then they got tased, right? <laughs> yeah, and then his friend got tased for doing it. Oh, that was great. That's why you don't mess with, uh, rich people, I guess. Yeah, or foreigners. Like, you ever see that? It's crazy. Like, the, the, the Russian traffic yeah. videos where, like, some dash cam will catch it where, like, someone accidentally rear-ends another car so then the guy who got rear-ended gets out of his car and just kneecaps the guy who hit him. Oh, like you ever see those? People are angry over I need there, to man. Check it out. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Lowe was handcuffed, taken to the police station, and booked on charges of public urination or de- or defecation. It's like they know. Why don't they just circle one and put that in the report? <laughs> they should be different crimes too. Like it's not fair that the guy who pees on some guy's lawn gets charged with the same thing as the guy who pees yeah, on some guy's lawn. Yeah, because you can try lawn. to do that discreetly, but yeah. there's no discreet way of turding, man. Like <laughs> yeah, this. and as a kid, you're taught like it's okay for a du- for it, yeah, it's okay for women to pee outside too, but it's hard. Uh, it's it, you're taught from a young age, like yeah, yeah, let's just pee outside. It's completely yeah, normal. Like woods. you're designed to pee outside, but poop it outside. I mean, that's no, like the whole thing. That's a very intimate thing. Yeah. Like I, you need to be on your own on that one. You can't. Like I'd love to see this yard to see how like good the vantage was for everybody else. <laughs> like how secure did this man feel that he, he could get away have, with this? Because, uh, clearly, someone saw him. Yeah, and it's a class one misdemeanor, uh, punishable by a fine of up to twenty five hundred or six months in jail. Oof! Uh, <laughs> Oof! Jail time. If it was just a fine, I would go. I would be pooping on people's lawns all the time. But the jail, no way. Uh, he was released on his own recognizance. A spokeswoman at KPHO TV says he is no longer employed there. Yeah. <laughs> I w- if I ran like a rival news station, I would pick up that guy as like uh, almost as a publicity stunt. Like, oh, you, he was pooping on lawns last night, and now he's working for WZNX. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'd give him his own show. You remember those stories? I think we did a story in a while ago. It went really viral. It was this guy's. It was his first day doing a news thing, and they were introducing him, and he was getting himself psyched up, and he just started saying like "f." F my D, like, or, 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 or weird, he was saying something weird where he was just swearing, but he was on live television. Oh, jeez. While it was happening, and then the lady right next to him knew they were live, and you could just see her, like, the, the I don't know if it was frustration or panic, but then, like, it was immediately, she started introducing him as their newest person. <laughs> and, uh, he got fired. He got, he got fired, but another uh, station picked him up, like, almost immediately. Oh, yeah, see, he, it's a good idea. He even made it on Kelly and, uh, and Michael. And Michael. Yeah. Now, now it's just Kelly, though. Yeah, which is a good decision. I, I, didn't really, I never liked Michael anyway. Really? I, yeah. I, I, oh, I, thought, I always thought he was lovable. No, I... I always thought it was awkward, and it, it didn't seem real. You to should me try anyway. to get that job. You should try to be the new Michael. The, or oh man, wouldn't the, that be great for me? Yeah, Kelly and Chris, Kelly and Pooblon. That's yeah. a good ring to it. Live with Kelly and Pooblon. I could learn how to dance and stuff. You don't got to dance on that show. 
Well, they always have him doing all these weird things where he's dancing and he's... Yeah, but they good. didn't do that with Regis. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a nobody, so I don't think that would ever work for me right now. Dude, it's that nice would to be, dream big, right? Yeah, that, you know what? They tried to get a star before and it clearly didn't work out. So, like, you got to go be like, you're the all-American boy. It's, it's the, the all-American boy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you one day you're you're grilling pork shoulders and drinking beers and the next day you're just you're dancing with Kelly Ripa on national TV, dude. That's that's the American dream. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff Bruce Springsteen writes songs about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh I don't know any of them, but one day, one maybe I'll I'll be a host of a nice uh a, a great television show you or gotta a co-host. You got to put together a reel. Just send us Kelly huh? Ripa. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell her. Just you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it yeah, you miss I'm going to send this weird, awkward email. Yeah. Uh, and you I'm miss gonna... 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. And maybe the awkwardness will charm her into it. Maybe Kelly Ripa will be like, this is so crazy. This yeah. is what we're doing. I'll be like, hey, I got I got three kids. I'll lay the sob story on real thick. And uh, I'm almost done with college. I'm going to I'm gonna wear big boy pants and... And uh, I want to be your next co-host. But I'm not as smooth. You had Jimmy Kimmel. I can't sit in the same seat as Jimmy Kimmel. Yes, you can. Yes, oh you can. Oh, my gosh. You just got to have the confidence. I, did you see that? Did you see Regis towards the end when Regis was crazy and was just saying whatever was on his mind? And Regis was like your demented grandfather, and he would just say stuff like, ah, I dedicated this song to you, Kelly, and no music would be playing. I never really watched <laughs> it. I watch it lately because it, it's on in here, and I like what they do. But I think I'm so jealous of Michael. Like... <laughs> I, I feel like I could do a better job, but I, I don't know. Maybe See, you I could. Couldn't. You gotta go for it. Yeah, I do. I do. Soon I'm gonna have the bachelor's degree, and then I'm gonna throw my feelers out there. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you don't get the job on live with Kelly Ripley. You know? Yeah, I, 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 could, I could see you on there with Bianca. <laughs> Bianca? <laughs> I'll be on there with Bianca if she'll if she'll have me. Yeah. And uh, then you you do uh, the Bianca thing for a while. Kelly Ripa starts to see that, and is like, "Oh man, what did I pass on?" And then you get that Kelly Ripa contract. I know. I know. I'm, I'll I'll email her tomorrow. All right. See, cool. the thing is, too, I feel bad though because I don't really watch the show incredibly. I feel like you'd have to be like in it and you'd have to be famous already. Nah, dude, you don't. Know, Michael Strahan. Oh, well, Michael Strahan was famous already, but he wasn't watching Live with Regis and Kelly before he went on there. Yeah, that's probably he true. He had a weird career, huh? It's a weird he transition was a to guy, me. Right? Yeah, he's, he was a monster of a football player. Really? Yeah. He does seem lovable. That's true. But yeah. I just, I, I, I never really liked him that much on the show. Like, I thought it was just a weird pairing where it didn't look right. I mean, she's so little and he's so huge. Yeah. And like, if they should get like a, like he, a, like a little person. Mm. Well, hey, we we have some beers to try in the next half hour, and uh, we have like three a dwarf. Of them. You know what I'm saying? Who? Like Kelly Ripa. Her oh, next co-host should be a dwarf. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to email her tomorrow. I'll, I'll tell you how things work out. But uh, everybody's making it big but me. <laughs> so stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. We will be right back. And Dylan sings for millions. And I just sing for free. Oh, everybody's making it big but me.
some beer. Shall we? I have some beer for tonight. And uh, I'm excited uh, because I have this new beer I made. Uh, first of all, you're listening to The After Party on 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Poublon. Joined in the studio, there's Matt Barry. Hey! <laughs> there's Bob Philpott. And uh, this is one of my favorite segments. Cause, or, and speaking of which, beer segment-wise, um, and a living for the weekend normally goes from 12.30 to uh, 3. Starting, I think, next week, we're moving the show from 3 to 5.30. So uh, we're going to be in later drive time. It's going to be pretty cool, I think. So the beer segment is this is PM. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited because we have a new uh, member of uh, the WCAP team who we are going to be airing called uh, Tom Hartman. I think his name is. I don't know. Uh, I see it right here. Yes. Yeah, Tom Hartman. All right, cool. What's he do? What's his show like? I think it's uh, more liberal political stuff. Oh, okay. Stuff I you know. Stuff sounds exhilarating. See, I, I just like to goof off. That's all I'm really good for, I think. But but the, you you go to the political route, the Bernie Sanders and stuff. I, I I only talk about what's on the surface. Yeah, you have a you have a weird dynamic here at this radio station. <laughs> I on. know, I know. But hey, you know we come with a lot of flavors. So that's good. Yeah. So uh, in this segment right now, we're going to be uh, sampling uh, a dead guy ale. Versus a dead guy ale clone I made. I was told I need to call it uh, living guy ale. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to call it uh, a dead guy ale clone for now. And uh, and speaking of which, uh, there is a homebrew competition going on where uh, I-, I need to get the information for that. And I, and I know uh, people can turn in their beer. I think registration is due by uh, June 25th. But uh, I need to get the information to that uh, a little bit more clear. <laughs> anyway, uh, there we go. See, would you brew a new beer for it, or would you just enter? This I think beer I would want. I think I would have time to brew a new beer for it. So do they have like divisions? Is it like the the pancake house thing, gingerbread house thing? I mean, no, no. I think you could just make whatever you want, but you have to kind of tell them what you made. Yeah, but there's not like an amateur division, and then I don't think so. Because you're going to be going up against brewmasters, then, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe, and then either I'll I'll suck or you know, it'll be really good. All right, so Bob, I got two for you in here, and uh, you can tell right away that uh, they don't what, look like each other. At no, all. they don't, because the the dead guy ale is a little lighter and clearer, you know, and Jesus, mine is like dark and thick. Yeah, I can't even see you through it. I mean, I guess I can't really see you through the dead guy either. But yeah, well, more I like mean, a... still the dead guy ale is a lot lighter than mine. And wow, I didn't realize how dark it was. Jeez. But you can smell it, too. It smells like uh, like when you smell the one that I made, it's like almost caramel and malty. And yeah, roasty. It, it smells more like a, like a winter warmer. We're talking about winter warmers, aren't Yeah, right? yeah. All right, so I, I'm taking a sip of the Dead Guy Ale. And I know we, we, we had this a few weeks ago, and I really liked it. Yeah, right? it's it was, a Bach. Mm. Very subtly fruity. Yeah, it's a little bit, a little bitter, but not really known for bitter. Yeah, malty. Yeah, sweet. Mm. And mine is not dead guyish at all. It's no. very good. It is very good. I do like this beer. Well, it's weird because I think the flavor has changed since even last time I drank it. Uh, it tastes more like a. It tastes like a winter beer, like something like yeah. that. Like something like it's something you have on Thanksgiving. Last time I had it, it was kind of Belgian-y. It is very Belgian-y. Yeah. yeah. Now that you point that out. 
It's good. It's like a, like a double almost. Yeah, yeah. It's still, I mean, it tastes kind of Belgian-y. That's the best way I can explain it. It's almost roasty, malty, but Belgian-y. Yeah, real back-of-the-mouth Belgian Yeah, thing. what do you think, Bob? All right, so uh, the Dead Guy Ale, is that officially a Bach? Is that what that is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a Bach. Okay. Yeah. I have not had yours yet, uh, but the Dead Guy Ale was uh, very, very smooth. Yeah, very smooth. I like the Dead Guy Ale more than my beer. Naturally, I don't think I'm going to turn this one into the contest. Uh, I dig it. I mean, I like it. Like, uh, I'm really into the Belgian so Abbey Ales and, and Doubles. Doubles yeah. is probably my favorite kind of beer. Yeah, yours is very good, Chris. It's, uh, yeah, you it's, like that? It's also very smooth. Yeah, it's, it is really good. It's interesting. It's not Dead Guy No, all. no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Because you go to Dead Guy Ale and... Uh, but they're both mm. made with, like, the same kinds of, uh, like, hops and stuff, huh? And, well, I, I got a, a recipe kit out of uh, Beer Wine Hobby in Woburn. And uh, the place is pretty awesome. You can, like, like uh, crush your own grain. You can mill your own grain there. and uh, Oh, and, that's cool. And I use that for seeping. But I'm also using an all... Uh, uh, did you do that? Did you, like, you ground the grain and everything? And, well, like, he did, did it that time. He showed me how. But okay. No, I, I don't do all grain. I do a, but an you, extract oh, kit. Oh, you did an, Did you do an extract for this one? Yeah, this oh, was okay. an extract kit. But I, I still grab the grains because you can see, you steep them as you're heating up the water. And uh, I'm boiling two and a half gallons of water, and it says to leave the uh, the grains in a in a, a muslin bag. It's like a tea, a big tea bag for 20 minutes or until it reaches 170 degrees. Then you can pull them out. So that's what kind of gives it its dark color. But then you're you're putting in like two pounds of dry malt and then six pounds of uh, I think it was either Pilsner malt. Or oh man, that sounds heavy. Well, yeah, it's it's so much sugar, and then through the course of we- the, the the six weeks that you're letting it ferment, all of the, the 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 yeast is eating all of the sugars out of what you just made. Like when I put this into the fermenter, it was super sweet. It, it was it was incredibly sweet, and it was almost like molassesy, you know? Yeah, is With that the- what it tastes like when you drink the like the wort? Mm. Yeah, it tastes like uh, honey. Yeah, or not honey, uh, like tea. So whatever. I mean, and it depends if you're drinking like, like I like the wort from the the the, the mash before you add the hops to it, because then that tastes kind of funky. But, but uh, yeah, tastes normally really sweet. Because then the yeast they go to town, they eat all the sugar up, and then well, it's not sweet anymore because the yeast ate it all and they farted <laughs> up CO two and all that stuff. But I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not disappointed in it, and I think that. It would be. Um, I think people would like it because it, it does. It still it has that Belgian-y type of flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, it is a good beer. Where I mean, I think the the looks are deceiving because it looks dark, but I feel like it still kind of goes down light. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, but uh, Belgian doubles are like that. Yeah, so that's not bad. And I cleaned the bottles like crazy too because I reused a lot of the bottles that I have. Oh, nice. And I made sure because any little molecule of yeast can mess up a whole batch. So. All right. So you haven't you haven't messed up a batch yet, huh? Yeah. Well, that was my second batch. I'm not well, gonna. No, this is your third, right? Well, I don't really want to count the Mr. Beer kit. Hey, you know what? That Mr. Beer was was pretty good actually. <laughs> well, that was kind of just like a mark. point and click. That was just add this to this and put it in this, then forget about it for a few weeks. <laughs> put it and then put it in these plastic bottles and seal it. Uh, this I I feel like this is more brewing when you can uh, actually get the kit together. You can follow the recipe. You can add the hops in in the various points. Do you have a gas stove or an electric stove? I have a gas stove. Uh, okay. I think it would have been a lot harder to do if it was electric. Yeah. Yeah. 
I want to make beer, but I have an electric so No, really? Yeah. Well, I'll I'll text you next time I'm brewing a batch. Oh, okay, thanks. Um, oh, because what I want to do is uh, I want to sign up for this brewing competition thing. And hold on, actually, what do you get if you win? Um, hold on, I actually took a picture of the flyer earlier, and uh, if I could pull it up real quick, maybe it has all of that information on it. It says, where did you see the flyer? Uh, they came by to Navigation Brewing Company on their two-year anniversary, and they put up um, a poster. Okay. But it's their fifth annual homebrew competition. It's going to be held July 9th, and uh, registration is now through June 25th. Uh, entries accepted June 11th through the 25th, and uh, I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go ahead, just get it all out, man. Yeah, it doesn't really say anything about what you'd win. Are you a home brewer of beer, mead, or cider? Enter and receive feedback from certified judges, a chance for awards, and serious bragging rights. Dude, mead is disgusting. I like mead. I like the like the concept of it, and every time I'm always like, oh, like a honey beer. That's great. And then I, I'll try it, and it's, I, I haven't liked it a single time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Not one bit. What was the did what was that Narragansett thing they came, Narragansett High came neighbor? out with uh with like a mead thing? Um, I don't know. I think it was one I of those like Lovecraft things they did. Yeah, no, uh, uh, Lovecraft I thought was like a triple red ale. No, Lovecraft is like a line of beers that uh. Narragansett does. There's like a couple different ones I think, or maybe one maybe they're like they're they have like a Lovecraftian theme and Lovecraft is one, and then they have like Cthulhu is another one or something. I don't really know. Yeah, you I don't to... like Narragansett, man. I don't mind. I don't mind them. I, I like what they're doing lately. Cause I kind of just feel like they're a crappy beer that's trying to be cool. And I I'm hope like, Narragansett's in the book I'm reading. I'm like, get out of here. You want to try the, the next one in the last one for the, yeah. for the evening? This is a Two Roads Expressway Cold Brew Coffee Stout. So I'm just going to pass it to you, and you can pour your own, and then uh, save some for Bob. All right. Just save me a drip. Yeah, save him a drip. <laughs> And Two then, Roads is big at uh, at comics at Mohegan Sun. They have like a lot of Two Roads stuff. Yeah, and uh, right away when you bring this to your nose, just just breathes coffee. You can just smell it right off the top. That's the cool thing. I I, I think I know. Um, navigation. Uh, they they did their their coffee porter, which is awesome. Amazing. Yeah, I had it. And it, it's kind of the same thing, and I'm wondering if it's because, like, you know how it, you can just smell all that coffee? I'm wondering if that's because they they must add it last, you know, so it doesn't boil out. There's the bottle right there. And uh, this, let me see here with the information. I figure I'd prep this, huh? 6.5% alcohol. So, uh, they... And it's great. It's great. I've heard nothing but good things. That They've mixed locally roasted Ethiopian Sumatran blend of beans with rich oatmeal stout under pressure, like espresso but without the steam. <laughs> uh, they use their German-built Brunick device. Uh, the mixture is steeped for several days, resulting in a true cold-brewed coffee stout. Hop on the Two Roads Expressway. Mm. Yes. I mean, I like it, but it's like... I, I I wouldn't say there's not. I've never run into a stout I haven't liked because I don't really like the Irish stouts. But when you get in like the coffee stouts, those are like kind of they they border on porters. I feel I feel like a lot of the time it depends how thick and high in alcohol yeah. they are. I and think I've never run into a porter I didn't like. Mm. Yeah, no, this is really tasty. 
Yeah, I like Did you have the one by Six Point, the the coffee stuff that came out with recently? I think mm. it was something beans. I think the last thing I had... No, I probably didn't. I, the uh, last thing I had really from the Six Point was the uh, the resin one. Yeah. I like that. I like them as a brewery a lot. Yeah. They do like Bengali and stuff. I think it's interesting. What do you think, Bob? They're also playing a can game. No, I, I, I can't deal with these. <laughs> you know, you're not uh, a stout guy, Bob. Well, you know the funny thing is, you're talking about the Irish stouts. I can deal quite quite nicely with those. I'm not a uh, fan. You either. don't feel like they're watery. I always think they're watery. Oh, well, that might be why I, I like it. I, I don't know. I feel like they're too creamy and yeah, it's yeah. and thin. It's like yeah. a milkshake to me, and I really enjoy it. But this <laughs> this is, I mean, you just smell this, and uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like borderline cough syrup to me. Yeah, now, I feel like I, it's a little heavy, but... Are you a coffee guy, Bob? No, not really. Oh, that might make a lot of sense. Like, yeah. I drink, like, five or six cups of coffee a day. Like, I'm all about coffee, so... Yeah, I, I have, like, half a cup a day just to wake me up. That's it. Oh, uh, yeah, and I'll have coffee with stuff it doesn't even go with. Like, today I had coffee and pizza and just let them fight it oh. out in my in my stomach afterwards. Like, I'm all about coffee, so when coffee transcends into beer, I'm like, I'm down with this, too. Yeah, so, I like it all. I is there a style of beer that you just can't stand? No, apparently not. Because I, I like the sours, and that's like the worst of them, really. Yeah, you know? I mean, I've had people... some sours I liked, but for the most part, I'm always like, "Why would you do this?" Yeah, even the ones that taste like vinegar, I'm always kind of intrigued. Like, if that's the flavor they're going for, I know the tap uh, in Haverhill. I, I th- yeah, it's the tap. They they have great food there and great beer, but they have these weird ones that are like sour but like vinegary. And uh, I'll s- I'll put them in with my flight just to try them. Yeah, and uh, that's the great thing about flights is the the level of no commitment to the beer. Oh, like, totally. That's yeah, great. that's why for me that's the coolest thing about going to a brewery is getting the flight. And you, you ever uh, you ever go to the the Whole Foods bars like the bars that I are in the Whole Foods? Yet. I've heard a lot there's about a, it. Yeah, there's a bar in the Whole Foods in Nashua. There? Yeah, you get flight, and, and they have like I think they always have thirty six different beers on tap, and it's a rotating cast of mostly localish beers, interesting, like New England based, and you can just go and get trashed in the whole. And if you like any of the beers, you can go into the Whole Foods and buy that beer. Yeah, really? Yeah, it's awesome. I always heard people they, calling that whole paycheck like. So I feel like I'm oh, not in yeah. the class. Like, um, yeah, Whole Foods is expensive. But when you like, drive into a parking lot and you're seeing like Lamborghinis and Corvettes, yeah. like part of me feels like I'm in the wrong place. But dude, man, I live with my mom. I don't have I don't have rent <laughs> to pay. Like I'm I'm going. I'm blowing some money on some expensive beers. Eat yep. a flatbread pizza while I'm there. High five a vegan. Get out of there. Boom. I just blew some money on a sleep number. Yeah, and I've had to is, wait two weeks to get it. That is cla- like what are you Jay Z? Like that is balling a sleep number. You know, my wife and I, we've been sleeping on the same mattress for, like, the seven years we've been together, and even Do you have an egg crate on it? No, I just, it's just a really old mattress. It's why awful. Don't you th- yeah, why don't you throw an egg crate on top of it? They're like $7, Chris. Oh, no, you know what we did? We got one of those, like, uh, temper things, you know, like those moldy, not the moldy, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about, one of those things you put over the bed, and we've already tried that. It was just a temporary solution to a Oh, okay. See, what I have is I have... Uh, I have like six of those on mine, and it's still terrible. It's awful, and yeah. now they make it like lumpy. Yeah, and see, I want to wake up. Some mornings I want to wake up and I want to go for a run, but my back is always in so much pain for uh, all the pressure on the. You ever think the, about getting it like massaged out? 
I've thought about it. Yeah, you, do you get massage? Are you like a massage no. guy? I had never had a massage before, and then my girlfriend went to that Lush store. I don't know if you've ever been there. No. It looks it looks real fruity walking up to it, and then once you get in there, you're like, oh, this is great. This is magical. Uh, she got like a massage bar, and yeah. I never had a massage before, and she massaged it, and I was like, I'm gonna get massages all the time. Yeah, I've gotten a few massages. I, when I was in uh, Qatar or Qatar or whatever, yeah. I, I got uh, I got four days off when I was in Iraq. Because I worked my ass off, so they're like, "This guy needs a vacation." They gave it to me. They sent me the, for uh, to Qatar for four days, but it was really like a week because I had to yeah. go there and come back. And uh, we went to the massage place, and it was funny because when we first went there, they told us about the massage place, and they're like, "I'm gonna tell you right now." Nobody but ask for a happy ending. Uh, okay, it's not <laughs> so, one of those massage places uh, right. where they like do a speech. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it must happen to them all the time. And I remember the people in there that gave the massage. There was three of them that day. There was like two. Uh, they're they're all Filipino. Two of them were very very nice looking, and one looked like this really overweight oompa loompa looking woman. She's the one who gives the best massage. Yeah, apparently I got her. It was, oh. it was <laughs> she's like jumping on me. It was it was a weird experience. And then she starts like massaging my stomach, but not in like like a really comfortable way. Like a, <laughs> she's pushing my organs around, and she's like, "Does that feel good?" And I'm like, "No." So she was doing it harder and. It, it was a weird experience. I'm glad that I got my first massage from my significant other because I had some real weird reactions. Like, there were a lot of times I was just like, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, just breathe out. And I'm like, Grr. yeah, yeah. Sometimes it'll it'll get you. It, it'll certainly get you. And now I'm ready to encounter a professional and I won't have any, like, weird, like, foot twitches or anything on a professional massage suite that I'm ready <laughs> and I don't have 27 years of tension built up. Right, but I know I, I found something uh, that was given to my wife and it was, uh, you know, sometimes people like give you like a gift card to a massage yeah and uh, my wife never used it so i'm wondering if it's still valid i need to find it again check the expiration date and then steal her massage and not tell her about it because she hasn't gotten it done by now she's not not gonna get it all right hey we need to break and when we come back we got other stuff to talk about i feel like we had a topic for 11 o'clock too and now i have no clue uh i feel like we're just gonna recycle from the rest of the show okay yeah. Ball. We'll just do 15-minute versions of the four previous we both segments. ran into Scott Brown. We did both run into Scott Brown, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that, so. And, hey, you know what? We're still... Exp- hey, we might actually talk to Donnie Connolly as well. Not sure if he's busy or not, but I know the cool mom might call up. Sometime, I know she's probably missing us after two weeks. However, I haven't seen Bob on the phone, <laughs> so it's not too late for Dude, that. Dude, you went away for two weeks. Everyone yeah. thought the show just ended. And, uh, so, like, hey, yeah. we'll be right back. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. Where everybody gets it. I'm Chris Dublon, joining the studio. We have Matt Barry. Hey, I like it when there's no people here because I don't ever feel pressure to say anything funny when you introduce me. Oh, well, Just I, say hello. 
Well, it's weird on my side because I feel like you guys never should really feel pressure to say anything funny. I just everybody kind of does though. Yeah, huh? okay. I mean, it sucks going third in the introductions too because everyone else is being funny and now I have to be. And you know, I'm not funny off the top. <laughs> like everyone knows that because they've been listening to this show and right, just, right, like, consistently. Yeah. We also have uh, Bob Philpot. He he's here. He's chatting. He's also answering the phones. If you want to give us a call, ooh, he just got a free life too. At nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero. And uh, this is the part of the evening where we uh, where we repeat we just everything. Kind of wing it. It's just we're just kinda now. I, I'm just seeing here really quick as a, as a little news update that uh, there has been a police officer involved shooting in Methuen. Like the so, uh, was the police officer doing the shooting, or was the, the, he the, the one getting shot? Was the one doing the shooting, and it looks like that's uh, generally. I don't know. I mean, not a hundred percent of the time that's better, but I feel like you know usually you prefer. Oh yeah, totally. Because the, the the guy that that was shot uh, was involved in an armed robbery uh, earlier today. What so. did he rob? Um, so far, I'm not really seeing much information. Otherwise, uh, let me see. A suspect was injured in a police-involved shooting. Uh, Dude, I want to start robbing like weird places, places <laughs> that aren't expecting to get robbed. Like I'm gonna start robbing builder bears. Uh, the shooting happened at the Summit Place Apartments. Uh, the police officers photography places I'm going to rob those yeah yeah (laughs) and uh, yeah police officers were at the apartment to talk to the suspect who was possibly connected to a robbery uh, that happened earlier in the day. Whoa, they shot a guy who was possibly connected to a robbery? Well, uh, police say there was a violent confrontation between the officer and the suspect. Uh, Police say the suspect brandished a gun and the officer shot the suspect. So okay, look, yeah, you can't be brandishing a gun at cops. Yeah, brandish, by the way, very, very interesting word. Yeah, uh, none of the responding officers were injured, so that's good. But look, you're you're gonna point a gun at a cop. They're they're trained to think a lot faster. And yeah, as soon as you take that gun out, that yeah, you can't be you can't be introducing a gun to a cop scenario. Even no. I know that. No. Even I know that. And I'm a dumb guy. Oh man, I brought up the internet browser on my internet browser on my phone. I forgot we were talking earlier off the air. Kelly Ripa has an Audi belly button. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I could be her her, her co-host. I think you could, dude. I believe in you. Cause she she's looking for somebody right now, but I don't. Do know. you have an Audi belly button? No, I have a really deep any belly button because I got a uh, I got the dad bod going on. <laughs> I feel like the dad bod uh, has crested. I feel like it's not cool anymore. It was cool for like a, a little while, but well, that's what's cool about it is when it's not really cool, right? So you yeah. can call it dad bod, but inside yeah, it's like you Converse have it, sneakers, and and chicks still kind of dig it, I imagine, but nobody's talking about it anymore. Yeah, the so dad bod exudes confidence, and that's what women are into. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, I'm comfortable in who I am. <laughs> and that's a man who should probably have a bra. <laughs> so uh, we were chatting earlier because I know I got to go see John Valby uh, over Dr. at the Dirty. Radisson. Dr. Dirty. And uh, I've seen, that was probably my fourth time going to see him. Uh, oh, I, you're one of those guys, huh? One of those, like, those cult John Valby fans? That's I, cool. I guess so. No, I saw him the first time. I think I was uh, 18 or 19 years old. And uh, I I I love the silly little songs he do, does, and I have a great time. I scream out all the songs, and <laughs> I can't say any of them here, but it's a fun time. But uh, I got there a little early, and uh, uh, so we went to JD's Tavern, and I saw Scott Brown there. 
Yeah. And I, originally, I was talking to my uncle. I had my uncle with me, and I, I, I looked at him. I'm like, I think that's Scott Brown. My uncle goes, <laughs> Hey, Scott! <laughs> I didn't look up. I'm like, Uncle Billy, shut up. Shut up. You're going to embarrass me. Uh, but, In front of Scott Brown. Yeah, but no, eventually we heard other people calling him by his name, and they were saying Scott. So I went over there, and I said, Hey, are you Scott Brown? And we took a quick picture, and he was here. Yeah, I'm here with my daughter. She's singing a song. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You're Scott Brown, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I felt rude. I didn't really do that, but I, I feel like I should have paid more attention to that, but I'm not really... Now, is uh, Scott Brown actively doing anything right now? Is he... Because he's not a senator right now, right? I hear a lot of people kind of throwing at him that... Uh, He's a possible candidate to be in the cabinet the VP? of uh, I'm of not Trump? sure VP, but the cabinet of Trump. Now, in this case, because I also met Scott Brown. Yeah. Uh, I ran into Scott Brown. I was doing a comedy show. It was a fundraiser for some sort of organization, and, and Scott Brown was helping out with the fundraiser. And uh, I was at the Old Salt in Hampton, um, which they have great comedy shows. You should go and see people yeah. like me. But he comes, so I show up at the show. And I'm sort of just standing around like a creep before the show. And he comes, and he's not like, when you see him on the commercials when he was running for senator and everything, I'm he's Scott always, Brown. It's him. I'm from Rentham. And I drive a truck. I was just going to say, he's always driving a truck. But he's also dressed kind of nice. He was wearing like a t-shirt, like tucked in. And he comes up to me before the show and he's like, hey, are you one of the comedians? I was like, yeah, uh, my name's Matt. And he was like, I'm Scott Brown. And I was like, I'm Matt Barry. Like, why are you telling me your whole yeah. name? And and then I'm like looking at him, and and I'm like, oh wait, oh you're Scott Brown from the like driving the truck on the commercials, like with you. Oh, <laughs> man, you are Scott Brown. Super nice. And I was worried too because obviously he's a, he's a, a Republican, and a lot of my comedy is the weed stuff. Yeah. So I was like nervous. I was like, I didn't know that we we're gonna do this dynamic, but you know, as I get older, uh, it, it's weird because. I find myself siding more with Republicans than Democrats. Oh, yeah? I don't mean to. I feel yeah. like I'd be more of a Democrat because I'm poor, right? So you're <laughs> supposed to be a Democrat if you're poor. Dude, I was doing my taxes this year, and I went out to – I jumped the line to where you have to start paying the 25% instead of the 15 Yeah. And I was immediately like, this damn Bernie Sanders is trying <laughs> to take all my money and trying to right. – why do I got to pay more? Because I did – you know, like – I got real Republican all of a sudden. I was like, oh, jeez. Yeah, it, it's weird as you get older uh, and you find more what matters to you. Uh, yeah. But it, it sucks because I don't really want to associate with either because it's either you fall on one side or the other and then it's just two completely different belief systems. Why can't I fall in the middle or make up my own, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially since, like, ah, oh, man, it's real crap this year, you know? I, I took a, a political philosophy class, and uh, one of the professor, he explained that Democrats and that Republicans... That sounds super useful, by the way. Well, it was pretty interesting, because he, he explained it that uh, they just look at things completely different. They, they think uh, different things are the main problem. Like, for instance, Democrats have a guilt factor... Uh, I, I and Republicans have a security uh, factor. Like we're worried about security and and everything falling apart. But oh, Democrats, you're so Republican, you're dropping the we now, huh? No, no, no. I'm just saying. Like, you did. You just said Republicans. We're so. Well, I would have said the same thing as Democrats too. Like, uh, we're, I don't we know, feel man. guilty. I feel like you definitely just took a side there. 
Or is that liberal? No, that's liberals and conservatives. See, the same thing as Democrats yeah, yeah, and you're, Republicans, you're, you're at right. least in the current. What I think is interesting is like how the U.S. has always had a two-party system like that, but it hasn't always been Republicans and Democrats. It has been like Whigs. And yeah, stuff, Whigs right? and Federalists. Yeah. And when did they fall to the wayside? Huh? Yeah, yeah. And when, at what point class. is one of the? It's, <laughs> I feel like the Democrats are going to be around longer than the Republicans. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, who, what's the next party going to be? I don't know. And then when you, I'm going to join it. You're going to join the next party? Yeah, whatever the next one is, I don't care. I'm, what about the Tea I'm Party? Commit. No, I'm not doing that. That was big for a while, wasn't it? I mean, I think it's still pretty big. You can go to the Tea Party? I don't party? know anything about about politics, man. I'm just going to not vote for Trump because, I mean, I thought it was funny, but at this point, <laughs> I'm like, this is getting kind of crazy. This is yeah, well, I stopped messaging, posting things about Trump on uh, I don't Facebook. Even, just I cause. don't even like Hillary Clinton, but I'm going to be like, hey, you're the one who's not Donald Trump, so... But I Congrats, don't want babe. I don't want to vote for Hillary. You know what's sad is when like we have to choose the person that is going to lead our country, and we're everyone we're like oh, I don't like any of them. Yeah. Well, who do you like the least? Yeah, it's <laughs> like I'm voting. I'm really just voting for you for who you're not. That's right. all it is. And right now uh, the big controversy is how Trump has treated women through the years, and then he's like, well, if you think I treat women bad, you should uh, look at Bill Clinton record i think hillary's been helping him bill clinton am I, like dude bill clinton was the last good president isn't that weird but he is said to have been uh they're throwing out rape allegations look i'm not saying bill clinton was a great dude i'm saying <laughs> he was good at being he had the president. figured out right I, do, I talked to my grandmother about this like because my grandma like my family is all like pretty republican yeah. and uh and i'm not saying i'm not like, they're definitely Republicans I've liked, but my grandmother's all just like, Bill Clinton, he's just, he's, he's, he cheats on his wife. And I'm like, yeah, but he's good at being the president. Like, there was a national surplus for the last time ever. Like, he was really good at what he did. Like, you ever go to a shopping mall now and half the stores are closed? It's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, maybe, maybe we could just forgive him for being kind of a crappy regular dude. Because <laughs> he's good at his job. Yeah, but you have to take in your personal ethics at the same cost. I mean, if if somebody... I don't want to go to the extreme, though. You know, if somebody can bail you out, but... If there's someone who, like, killed a guy for a really crappy reason, <laughs> but he's like, look, 100%, like, everybody knows, like, he can definitely fix the economy, I'm going to vote for that guy. Yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, you didn't kill me. Whatever, man. This he likes is... to beat up homeless people in his spare time. <laughs> yeah, he just, he <laughs> rolls down the street with with Secret Service around him in a suit. Yeah. News media, and he's just beating the crap out of a homeless person. He saved our economy. But, hey, man, if he gets us out of a deficit, I'm like, you know what? Like, this is the guy we need. He can't be president for more than eight years. Let's just roll with it. We'll all look the other way. It's fine. The world's going to be around for like hundreds of years it's gonna be it's it's insignificant in the long run we needed this hey bob could i get a ride home would that be weird no that's quite fine all right i'll tell gabby so she can stop texting me and all right uh bob will, i'm texting right now bob will give me a ride home <laughs> thank you this is the silence of texting yeah yeah so if you ever want to kill both chris and bob yeah you, you now's your chance today's your day um, and it's weird because there's pictures where they they clearly photoshopped uh, Kelly Ripa's Audi belly button into a, an innie belly button. Really? Yeah. Look at this comparison. Look at this side by side comparison. 
That's weird, yeah. Yeah. Kelly Ripa on the left, or on the right, has an Audi belly button. Kelly Ripa on the left, which from like a magazine, has an any belly button. Whose belly button is that? Are they getting paid? I, I don't know. I think it's, it's, could it be Photoshop? It, it is Photoshop, the the but like their it. Photoshop, I feel like to I don't I don't entirely know the way Photoshop works, <laughs> I, but don't you have to take another belly button to replace the Kelly Ripa freakish belly button? I think they just hit a button, make an innie and outie, or an outie and innie. Oh, I didn't know Photoshop had that button. Maybe oh. she was just having a bad day. <laughs> yeah, when you have one of those, <laughs> when I have rough days, my belly button turns. I don't even up. care. She is a, a very uh, shapely lady, like not like she's very much in shape. She d- wiggle the back. Oh no! There we go. I'm there back. Go. I'm back. I'm sorry. I've been touching it too much. Yeah. The microphone. That is. <laughs> what do you do? Why are you like texting? Like, she's text, like, oh, text are you sure there. he doesn't mind going out of his way? I'm like, he said he would. Why would he lie? I'm like, you're having the wrong conversation. The conversation you should be having know, is like, I'm doing a radio it's, show right now. It's like, leave me alone, woman. I'm texting. <laughs> don't call her, woman. They don't like that. They're, they're, she's used to it. She's fine. She knows her place. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good that you finally like got her in line. Yeah, yeah. It took yeah. a little while. My girlfriend's still like a stallion. It's crazy. Did you ever do sports when you were a kid? No, no. dude. I'm not like. Wh- I mean, I did sports because every kid does sports, but I was never good at sports. Right. Oh, and I never took it. I never played on like a travel team. Like I never did anything outside of rec league, and that's right. Like, I did. Um, I did little league in third grade, and that was the only time I, I did little league. And then I, I was trying to do ice hockey. But we had to take this the ice skating lesson thing, yeah. and the, the, the ice skates killed my feet. They hurt so much. So I, I gave that up. But I started with all the sports, basically, and oh, then yeah? slowly quit. Hockey was the first one. I, I, I quit still in skating before you got sticks. Right, yeah, me too. Yeah, and then I quit baseball before before they started having kid pitchers. Like, I think the first year where you start pitching to each other as kids, yeah. I didn't play that year. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, my last year was still dad pitching. So, like, I've been taking my son to uh, T-ball. Yeah. And, uh, you know, i got to say, like, in the beginning, I, my, my anxiety was crazy because... Why? Well, you see how all of the other kids are being... And then you're like, oh, man, I hope my kid doesn't start acting like that. Or <laughs> like, like climbing the fence. Or I know last game they were, like, chasing each other with sticks. Uh, They're little tiny kids, dude. I understand that. But, I, you know, it's funny. Like, Billy will start messing around, and then they'll see me looking at him, and then he'll stop doing whatever he was doing immediately. <laughs> and then he'll, like, sit down or something if he knows that, like, what he, like I would not approve. It's, like, almost yeah. he knows what's going on in my head. But... For the most part, it's pretty cool now at this point because they're actually pitching the ball. They're not doing oh, no that's cool. anymore. Yeah, and uh, it's four innings. Are the kids pitching to each other? No, the coach is pitching to them because right now it's like uh, five and six year olds. Yeah, I played at that level, and, and I, I didn't realize how awesome my kid was until I can see him like paired up with everyone <laughs> and all the different teams. So at this point, I'm really looking forward to next year to see him with, like, older kids, but I did third grade Little League, and I knew nothing. I, and That's because you seem like a pretty athletic person, at least, like someone who has an athletic background. Like, you don't look like you're athletic now. No, no, <laughs> certainly not. And I get told I looked like I, I should have played football or, or Yeah, you or something. look like you played something. Like, honestly, you kind of seem like a soccer guy in a weird way. Yeah, well, I, I like to run, but I don't really like to... to I, I never liked other people when I was growing up. <laughs> 
And I, I played soccer for a while. I think it's because I was awkward, and I, uh, I, I don't know. I was just that's weird awkward. that you were awkward because you're such a friendly <laughs> guy. Like you get along with everybody. <laughs> right. I, I had to learn as I got older <laughs> not to just jump in the air and fall. Although you always like tell me stories about you growing up, and you were kind of like a screw up kid. And yeah, I'm yeah, always, totally. It's always like blows me away because you were like I just imagine you basically being like a human teddy bear. Yep, it took some years, man. Yeah, I always like imagine you like as the kid who's like in a movie where it's like they're playing baseball down the street <laughs> and the kid's mom is like yelling like Chris, come in and you're like, One more pitch mom you know? Like no. if you're a Gatorade commercial or something. Yeah, no, I remember I, the only time I ever got yelled at was uh, there was this kid, his name was Paul, and he always used to call me names and then he would run away. But every once in a while I would catch him and I would beat him up. <laughs> And then he'd run home, and then I'd be in trouble for beating this kid up. That was like, you don't taunt somebody that's bigger and stronger than you, all right? <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. And it was always just calling me fat or, or, or something along those lines. And I would catch him. I mean, I could run. And <laughs> I could punch, too. And he didn't like that. Neither did his mom. So you never played soccer as a kid? No, no, I, I never like did. I feel like everyone plays soccer, man. No, I didn't so, like running. I was so a cheap. Kid. No, I was just straight up... Uh, I think I was fat up until I was about 19. I mean, I just would have imagined your ki- your parents would have, like, forced you to play soccer. No, well, I thought every parent my did. My mom was always working. She was kind of a kid herself. Uh, okay. She was 18 when she had me. Oh, all right. And then, uh, yeah, I remember her going to school, and she's always been working. But, yeah, I was like one of the latchkey kids, you know? She was always yeah. too busy to really do anything. But, no, when we did um, baseball, I did baseball for one season. I think I did wrestling, but I think I cried to get out oh, of you it. you do seem like a wrestler. Yeah, uh... Yeah, because the guy kept farting. That's what I remember. <laughs> I think I was like eight years old, and we'd go to these practices. Or I was in third grade, I think, something like that. That's really young to be wrestling. Like in my town, they didn't have, you couldn't they didn't have wrestling lower than high school. Yeah, well, it was something for uh, the elementary school because I remember I was going to the Ashford School in Methuen. Did you and, wear uh, like the little leotards and everything? No, no, no. We wore whatever we wanted because wrestled. He, in, like, they were just kind of showing the moves, and I remember this one the the coach. He was practicing the moves on somebody else, and I kept hearing it like a little, like, <laughs> like a, <laughs> and I'm looking at the other kids like this. Does, does he know this is happening? <laughs> like, and then I remember like I was wrestling with one other kid. First of all, I kept getting stuck with the kid that was like way fatter than me at the time, and that was weird. But then I got stuck with a kid that was older than me, and they, he like threw me, and I practically landed on my head. And I was like, all right, I can get up and, you know act smooth about this <laughs> or I can cry and never have to come here again <laughs> and uh, I chose to cry instead and I never had to wrestle again but I, I didn't want to be around the guy that was farting all the time I'm yeah, like, that is change weird. your diet if you're going to be <laughs> teaching wrestling I shouldn't have cried though, because those are the moments you think back in your life, right? Oh, you're like, definitely. I should have handled that way the emotionally scarring <laughs> moments hmm <laughs> And then you, then you just have to. You know, I was a kid. I, I, I was stupid. I was, oh, definitely. Yeah. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't judge anyone. Anyone does as, anything. Anyone does as a kid. Right. Right. But it's like being drunk. It's it's the best excuse. The guy. I was a kid. Whatever, man. Yeah, I was. I was a kid. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I was never into it. Did you ever do karate? No, I had a friend that did karate though. I was a karate kid. Yeah. You were. A karate- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the crane. 
<laughs> yeah, man. I went to competitions and everything. Yeah, doing uh, push-ups with your knuckles. You ever win anything? Oh, I never did that. How far did you go? Uh, brown belt, dude. I almost, I was almost done. I went pretty far, dude. I was, I was pretty nasty with the nunchuck. I still am. I still am, <laughs> dude. I'll mess you up with a pair of nunchucks. Oh yeah. Yeah, you give me you some keep nunchucks. Some in your car? Dude. I guarantee you, I'm the best nunchuckist in this building right now. Yeah, I bet you are. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually have nunchucks around. at home. I don't know exactly where they are, but I'm gonna go home now and find <laughs> them. You're gonna practice? Yeah, they're made out of rattan. It's a light wood, so I can swing them around really fast. <laughs> Yeah, I think of these things. I know yeah. the logistics. I've shopped for nunchucks. That's funny. Now, did the the karate like carry over for you? You know, like uh, typing. Once you learn typing, you can never forget. But when like if you if you got into a fight with a homeless person, would you be able to give them some good karate well, chops? Well, no, because here's the thing about karate: is it doesn't translate to actual fighting well at all. Like I've been in quite a few fights in my life, and uh, and karate doesn't help you one bit. <laughs> really? Like yeah. I uh, I went to college at a school that was probably 95% male, right. so it was like a very locker room mentality, so we had a lot of parties where we would like get into fights and everything, and uh, at the end of the day, if someone's 50 pounds heavier than you, they, they just win the fight, Yeah, it turns yeah. out, and, and uh, yeah, the karate doesn't teach you, like, what do you do when someone just grabs you and like holds you on the ground, like, karate's all predicated, like, standing up and, like, chopping and everything. Right. It's like, no, the best thing to do is just grab someone by their head and just hold them to the ground, sit on top of them and punch them. Yeah, when, when I was in the Marines, we had to uh, do this thing called the uh, MCMAP, and it was, like, the Marines Martial Arts mm-hmm. Program, and uh, it was it was a joke. Uh, like, uh, you, you'd have to say ditties. They called it ditties, you know, reach and grab, <laughs> pull, trip. Push, whatever. And I well, that's rem- more efficient. That's a way more efficient form of fighting but than chopping the, the, someone. The person standing would have to stand with their arms in, uh, like, they'd have to stand like... Like they were a dummy, sort of. Yeah, yeah kind of. And they're just kind of, uh, like, like they're, they're pushing their arms out to their sides, and they're just standing there. And then you'd have to learn the moves with them. And I got stuck with a dude. Like, I let the kid throw me around, all right? I, I was standing in the position to let him know. And this kid, he, he was a... I, I felt like I bounced off the floor, off the ground when he <laughs> threw me down. And I was like, okay. And then they let him do it like three times. Then when it was my turn to do it to him, he didn't let me. Like, he really fought me on it. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> It's my turn. Stop being a jerk and go down. Oh, man, you should have made him go first. And then we had to do this thing called body hardening, where we had to, like, uh, we had to kick each other in the Charlie horse spot of your leg Oof. with our military yeah. boots. Yeah, like in Rocky when he's doing the sit-ups and they punch him in the stomach. Yeah, yeah, we had to punch each other in the stomach, too, yeah. And we had to, uh, we had to like, swing our arms, and we'd have to, like, hit our arms in, like, the spot in our forearm. Yeah, to and beef they it up. Yeah, yeah they said that because that'll, that'll kill a nerve. And then you wouldn't feel that pain when you were hit there. Yes, but into a death machine, man. Uh, dude, I feel like that was just a way to just mess with us. So we were just <laughs> beating each other up for like 20 minutes. And the, the worst one, though, is when uh, one of you, you have to get on your back, right? And put your knees up like you're about to do a sit-up. But then somebody else has to get between your legs. And they take their elbows and they elbow your inner thigh. And, oh my gosh, that... I almost said the SH word, but that was painful. <laughs> and I remember yeah, every those, time like they, they'd say uh, uh, punch, or I can't remember what they said, but you'd have to, like, they don't do it anymore. <laughs> if you talk to the <laughs> Marines, they have no idea, but it was body hardening. And uh, I remember, I think I made this kid cry. He, I think he went easy on me to help me out, thinking I was going to go easy on him, but... Oh, so it was the reverse of the it guy was, that yeah, you threw around. Spite, All right, spite so, that point in my yeah, life so everything evened out in the end. He looked like he was crying. Stop acting like such a victim, Chris. 
the hell? Boy, I just think of uh, you mentioned that something Jazz Hand said a while back about the, you know the military <laughs> and the, the benefits they get, and all these oh, people right. don't have to do anything. You know what I think it was was uh, the the drill instructors would walk around us, and if they suspected that we weren't hitting hard enough, they would make us hit harder. Like I I saw other recruits crying because the my leg because <laughs> when you're kicking each other with those military boots in the Charlie horse spot. Oh. Like it, it, <laughs> you want to fall down, and your legs are hurting. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was uh, good times. I forgot all about that. So you started talking about karate, and it was awful. Like I can't remember any of the stuff they trained uh, me to do. So you never? I can't believe you never played soccer. That's crazy. What about basketball? I hated basketball. Oh man. Yeah. I played basketball and so- soccer the longest. Basketball the second longest. But really. Yeah, and I never, I never scored points in either one. I don't think <laughs> I was so bad. I was good defensively, I feel, but yeah, I, I, especially at soccer. When I did little league, I was always in the outfield, and I was just, please don't come to me. Don't come to me. I was <laughs> me terrified too. of the ball too, because they, they, you're actually using a harder ball, and especially when it's that yeah. high in the air, it's going to come down yeah. really hard. And I never trust my ability in catching it. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I never looked forward to that. That that sucked. I, I hated playing. Yeah, so me too. my kid, to see him, like, he's in the stands. He's getting ready. Whenever he plays first, he, like, I tell him, I'm like, hey, go run to first base. Because there's normally a kid that runs to first base. Yeah. And he's just staring at things. <laughs> and then other kids will get the ball. They'll all fight for the ball. And then somebody will get the ball, and then they'll throw it to him, and the kid's, like, staring at a cloud. <laughs> and then the ball goes past him, and then he, he he's just playing with the dirt. But when Billy's on first, he's, like, waiting for it, you know? And, and it's cool to be able to see that. And, uh, yeah, last time he was on first base, and the kid went up to him, and I think he asked to be on first. And Billy was a nice little boy, and he let him. The kid did the same thing. He just started grabbing the dirt and started messing around. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's like, yeah, why do you want to be on first so bad? And I, I just, I just want to how many people scream. are going to be throwing to you in this game? I'm like, what do you think this is? <laughs> this is T-ball! Yeah, I'm going to get thrown out of these games one day. <laughs> All right, hey, we need to take one more break, and then uh, we're going to come back and wrap this thing up, huh? So, uh, this is a Paranoid Social Club gangster. This is nice. Yeah, stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. I hit the wrong button, but nobody would have known until I told them. I'm Chris Pubelon, joined in studio. We have Matt Barry. 
Dude, I hate Journey. Journey? Yeah. That's yeah. who that was, right? Yeah. I th- no, that was uh, was that Journey or was that Boston? That was Boston, I think. My yeah. bad, dude. They Piece of Marina Rags Ro- all sounds the same to me. <laughs> but we also have Bob Philpot. Yep, that's Bob Philpot. And we have you. If you want to give us a call at nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero, you can tell us your favorite condiment. You oh can, yeah, uh, the condiment thing. Yeah. Hey, what's in Hollandaise? Hollandaise, I want to say it's just a cream sauce. Yeah, but like, what's in it? I would say, in my mind, Hollandaise would be a roux. You know what a roux is? Ever hear no. of a roux? Like fish eggs? No, no, no. A roux <laughs> is when you um, cook butter and flour together, and it makes kind of like a like a white or like almost like a, a play-doh like paste, right? And you that cook it in the gross. oven. It is weird, yes, uh, but you add milk to it. And that's the thickening agent. That's what makes it that look like really that super even creamy. Grosser. Like, why is that even? Why is that? I'm, I, I've been in breakfast with my girlfriend, and I know that my girlfriend's like ordered it before, and it's like its own side dish. It's just hollandaise okay. sauce, and I don't even know what you put on it. Hollandaise on. sauce is an emulsion of egg yolk and liquid butter. Usually seasoned with lemon juice, salt, and a little white pepper or cayenne pepper. Now, that is interesting, and I imagine the egg Isn't yolk. Isn't that what mayonnaise is? No, no, no. Mayonnaise has uh, egg, uh, oil, and vinegar. Oh, I'm learning so much stuff today. I know, I know. But hollandaise, yeah. Hollandaise you do on the Eggs Benedict, huh? I've never eaten an Eggs... I think I ate an Eggs Benedict once. Oh, <laughs> we have Henry and Lowell. Hey, Henry! You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I thought you were a baker with a hollandaise sauce. You don't know how to make that? <laughs> I've never made hollandaise sauce. I, I'm looking it up right now, and I see what it is. But It's butter. Butter? Butter, eggs. Yep. And, and uh, maybe a touch of cayenne and a touch of uh, lemon. I'm going to have to make that sometime. Now, is that what you put on uh, an Eggs Benedict? Yep. Yeah, you can put it on a lot of things, but basically, traditionally, it's uh, Eggs Benedict, or, uh, and that's about it. I yeah. was surprised you didn't know what hollandaise I, well, sauce that's was. They never, you, oh, man, you got to expand your horizon. <laughs> I, I really do, yeah. I, I stick to the same things, especially with breakfast. Uh, yeah, I've, I've never made a hollandaise sauce. Yeah, the butter is, uh, you know, I mean, it's uh, you melt it and you separate the, the fat off the top before you start trying to mix it. Okay. You've got to keep mixing it. And you can't leave it out in any kind of a heat or anything for any period of time because it can really go back south in a hurry. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can imagine. See, I was thinking of like a cream sauce, and I, I don't know why I was thinking of that, and I was thinking of the whole... Well, I heard you talking about, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I goes, what? He didn't know how to, you know, just the baker? <laughs> yeah, calling in to tell I'm you what's professional. what, Chris All right, look, uh, hey, I want to be a baker. I'd love to do it again, but... Uh, well, maybe there's a place over at Bridge Street you can fit in there after they rebuild it. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm not a. <laughs> I'd like to imagine the Brazilian place is going to come back. I want to go to Patriot Care. Oh, really? Be a yeah. different kind of baker. Yeah. Well, they they have a, a, a whole kitchen going, and you can make the edibles. And I already gave him my serve safe certificate, and he told me uh, they'll think about hiring me when they expand. Actually, it's unfortunately Lowell really doesn't have any. Uh, I don't know. They don't have any good bakeries anymore. Well, uh, I know uh, last Friday they had uh, another Brazilian bakery that's, I think, attached to this building here on Central Street. And and, uh, I got to have some of the leftovers, and it was pretty tasty. Well, the only two that I know that are left are the the Portuguese bakery up on Gorham Street. Yeah? 
and the uh, uh, Greek bakery down on Broadway, just a little further down from Market Basket. I feel like that bakery now. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't it have a like a, a mice problem a few a year ago or so. I mean, oh, look at the buildings in Lowell. I think they all have problems. <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know what I'm talking about? You probably went CAP? Yeah. <laughs> I told you before, I mean, I delivered papers down there in, 19, in the 50s, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. They, and they then. still haven't fixed the stairs. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it looks uh, probably just the same as you'd remember. Yeah, probably does. <laughs> but I just wanted to call up about the holidays. I have a good night and get some rest tonight. Yeah, right on. Take it easy, Henry. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, cool. I like when Henry calls in. He he's like he's one of the regulars guy. of the morning show. Oh, geez. How yeah. what, how much sleep is he going to get tonight where he's listening to this and the morning show? I don't know. Probably just as much as you. I'm sure he fades in and out. <laughs> <laughs> he normally gives me tabs. He'll he'll tell us if we were funny one night, and then he'll, he'll be like, Oh, you guys were uh, slow last night. <laughs> I don't think we've ever been funny when I'm on here. Yeah, we're just... Chatting. I just walk away for every show like, oh, geez, what a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, you get what you pay for, right? Yeah. We have fun. That's exactly. It's AM radio. What do you want? AM radio. We don't even know how to make Hollandaise sauce here. Apparently not. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to do that. You expect us to be funny, too? That's going to be my next venture is making Hollandaise sauce. But, uh, no, I, I normally like I like making my own barbecue sauce. What's in barbecue sauce? Like really tomatoes, good. right? Uh, ketchup. The ketchup's in barbecue sauce? Yeah, oh man. Oh, my God. I feel so betrayed. You do? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's other ways to make I it. I hate ketchup, but I love barbecue but, sauce. But if you, if you go for a base for a barbecue sauce, it's normally like ketchup, brown sugar, and then... Uh, Is there honey in it? If you want it. Yeah, yeah. You there can, should be. Yeah, you can do honey. You normally can do uh, whatever you want. Uh, Speaking of honey, do you ever have chicken fingers from uh, Puritan Backroom in Manchester? No. Oh, they're like a big deal. They're like honey infused. They're oh, really? Like, yeah, they're pretty good. Nope, never had them. I ate them recently on the yep. way to a show. Then I left them in my car for eight hours and ate the rest of them. Gave me a bellyache, but they still tasted pretty good. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm at an age now where if like I drink a soda, like I get super bad indigestion for the next couple of hours. <laughs> yeah, soda normally does that to me, too. But yeah. I, I can do soda water and I'm fine. Yeah. What if it's like the flavored soda water? What if you get like the raspberry? Yeah, that's what I normally you grab. You can still roll with that? Yeah, I, I grab the uh, the Poland Springs. What's the most intense soda you can... What about Sprite? Could you handle Sprite? No, I don't like, like Sprite. Oh, now Sprite's crossing the line. Obey your thirst. No, because all of that stuff is like high fructose corn syrup garbage. Uh, all that stuff. I like Even with my kids, I'll get them the Pepsi that's made out of sugar. As opposed like to the, the real Pepsi cane sugar, yeah. As opposed to the uh, high fructose corn syrup, I try to stay away from that. I think that's just a marketing ploy, man. No, high fructose corn syrup is just really bad for you. So you have to kind of scope out the, uh, the the stuff, like even ketchup. I normally get the uh, the organic ketchup because that doesn't have any high fructose you don't corn roll syrup. With the Heinz. No, the Heinz does. Uh, an they organic. do like Heinz has an organic yeah, line. Yeah. Uh, normally, all the cheaper versions. If you look at all the ingredients. It all has high fructose corn. Even Gatorade has high fructose corn syrup. Oh, dude, I never look at ingredients. I don't want to live my life in fear like that. I'm just going to let everything slowly kill me and not well, worry about it. I have a metabolism where it's necessary. Yeah, so, I'm getting there. How, how different is the organic Heinz from the what I would call the good stuff? I, I think it tastes <laughs> the same. I don't notice any difference. I mean, they want it to taste good, so... Tastes like ketchup to me. It doesn't really taste like anything different. I might have to try that. It might be a little more expensive. I don't know by how much, but I'd rather do that than kill myself off a little slower. 
No, man. Dude, I'm calling it quits at 55. We're going down. Really? No, We're I need We're going to... down in a blaze of a blaze of high fructose corn syrup. I need I need to stick around for a little while cuz uh I like I like watching my kid. Like I'm I'm training my kid how to uh, ride his bike too. That's awful. Oh, jeez. Do you remember having... learning how to ride a bike? Uh yeah, I never I, I was never good at it. Really? Yeah. Well, there's not good or bad. There's just pedaling and then doing it. It's harder than you think, man. I got my kid coaster brakes, and I'm really wishing I did. What are coaster brakes? The, the ones where you like pedal backwards and you can stop. I thought that's just how bikes worked. No, no, no. Once you have a oh, that's right. Bike. Once you get yeah, it's the handbrake. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's right. When you have like a mountain bike, you can pedal backwards and nothing right. happens. And I'm like, I used uh, to do that all the time. I'm trying to push him along. All right, pedal forward, bud. Pedal forward, bud. And he starts pedaling forward, and then he pedals backwards. And I'm ki- I'm still going, and I have to hunch over doing this. I'm <laughs> practically falling over myself because this kid can't pedal forward. And then, you, how I learned how to ride a bike, my mother's friend knew that I was trying to learn how to ride a bike. So he took me on a steep hit- street, and he ran as fast as he could, and then he let me go. Oh, jeez. It was awful. It was a terrifying was way to learn. But I, it like, almost clicked. And, and getting my balance. <laughs> it was either that or fall to the side and hurt myself. Yeah, you ever you ever ride one of those weird fixed gear bicycles? They never worked for me. There was always I never understood them. Like yeah. the mountain bikes, right? Yeah. Well, they, fix the they, gear and then they would just click over. Or? No, no, fixed gear where there's no speeds. There's only one speed, but like your the oh. pedals directly like they move in proportion to the wheels. So it's like you always have to be pedaling if you want yeah. the wheels to always be moving. You can't coast. Like, if you stop pedaling, the wheels stop moving. So right. you're always going, and it's going... It's like a hipster thing. Oh, you know It's what? a bad I, bike. I like to do... I think I had one of those when uh, I had a... Um, I like the pegs, and we double ride, or... Oh, uh, yeah. It was easier you were one do. of them. You try to do, Riding like, around with tricks. your boyfriend on the back. Yep. With my with my man. On your haro. Yep. <laughs> I, never, I was a skateboarding kid. I wasn't right. good at it, but that was, like, my side. It was, like, everything that's not skateboards... It's lame, learned, even learned. though everything else is way easier and more efficient to ride. <laughs> I learned how to do a pop shove it, and then I gave the skateboard back. Yeah, I could do a pop shove it. I could do a pop shove it and ollie. Those were my moves. A lot of bruised shins in in those. Uh, my weeks. ankles were perpetually bleeding. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was messed up. I like the shoes though. Skateboarding—that's the one thing that really contributed to society. Was like pretty cool shoes. Yeah. Not really. They're just flat, like, things. Yeah, man, they're cooler than, like, there's sneakers without being athletic, and that's, I feel like that's, uh, interesting in a way. Well, I think I'm going to be using this weekend to train my kid how to ride the bike, because, uh, I need to, to get this done, and then I'm yeah. done. I don't want to teach anymore. working at this? I feel like it's, uh, it shouldn't be that long a lesson. There's so far, two days. Two oh, days, okay. but I've been kind of busy this week with yeah, doing other right things. Yeah, you're right on pace, so, yeah. Um, but this weekend, I mean, I, I just got him a new bike only because uh, all his, his friends have bikes, and he he doesn't. And, and Well, the bike he has, uh, I had to put it together, and maybe I just did him a disservice from the beginning. So, uh, <laughs> like, you can't really pedal that thing forward, and it, it's hard for him to do it. So I figure I'd get him a bike that's put together professionally. So I went to uh, Dick's Sport, Sporting Goods. Yeah. And uh, I got him a nice bike for him. It's it's for age 6 to 9, but I really wish I didn't get them coaster brakes, man, because he keeps hitting them. Like, <laughs> pedal forward! And I don't want to yell at him while I'm helping him, but yeah. I can only say pedal forward so many times. Yeah, you're not trying to scar him emotionally or anything. Right. Some days trying to get an accountant job having mental breaks. 
breakdowns. Like, oh, I never pedaled forward. <laughs> I like, and I feel like if I pushed him as hard as I was pushed, like I, I think I was five when that happened to me, and he's six. So I feel like it would go differently. I feel yeah. like he would just fall into a tree, and I'd be a jerk. Yeah, but he's gonna learn. He's gonna learn from falling that tree. It's yeah, not he's gonna be good at the time, but you know he'll be thankful for it twenty years down the he's road. He's gonna learn I was a jerk. Yeah, for you not... gotta push him down the hill. If you <laughs> yeah. want, dude, I can come over. I can push him down the hill for yeah. you, man. Now, I have Alan Richardson watching him while he sleeps. Yeah, and I'm pushing him. Down have you pushing him down a hill? He's just like I hate my dad's friends. <laughs> to teach him how to ride a bike. It's a valuable life a life lesson. Yeah. No, it's not. When was the last time you ever rode a bike? Oh, jeez. Um, well, you know when I first got this job, my car broke down, and I yeah, didn't have you a car. Were trying to, you were trying to go fund me a new car. Yeah, for a little while. And, well, yeah, well, because we, we already got a car. And I had, a, I think it was like four hundred and sixty bucks a month or something crazy. Holy crap! Because it was a lease. And uh, that's that's oh, four fifty six yeah. a month. I remember having this conversation. Your credit was all messed up. Yeah, right? it sucked. My credit's good now, but um, you can buy a car for way cheaper than that. I I was doing the morning show and I'd run here every morning, and it was three miles to get here, and I wanted my job, so I would run here, and then I got a bike, so I would ride the bike here in the morning, and uh, I hated it though because it started getting cold and I couldn't run and walk <laughs> ride a bike in the cold. I didn't want to do that, so but I was committed. I was committed. You should get a uh, like a what are those those little bulldozers? I don't know. I want like a scooter, like a cheap like motor scooter that can like I could just rev up, get around that way. I do cool. that. I'd suck up my pride. I do a scooter. I do a moped. Is there a lot of work involved with a moped? Do you still have to pedal? You have to pedal to get it started. I think I don't know. I'm not. I'm kind of scared of that sort of thing. And then you can just kind of coast on a moped. Uh yeah. Then like the engine kicks. I'll in be a 32 year old man a riding a moped. Yeah, uh, you can't. Uh, this isn't like a moped area. You gotta live like on an island or something if oh, you have a moped. I what? see. I see those around in Lowell. Yeah, I, I've seen them here and there, especially when it gets warmer out. All right. I just uh, I need somebody to give me one. <laughs> yeah. If you have a moped, come by the station. Give it to Chris. Yeah. We'll drive you home after. We I'll understand. be here all day tomorrow because I'm here till three. We're actually uh, from two to three. We're sampling a few different beers. Where we have a Purple Monkey dishwasher. Uh, peanut butter porter from Evil Genius, and then we have uh, interesting Henry's orange soda. Oh yeah, that's part of that whole. Yeah, I've seen that in stores. And then I, I don't care about that sort of thing, man. Like know, it's cool, but I don't care. Yeah, no, neither do I. But it, it just feels be... like it gives you such a hangover. I've never gotten a hangover. I've never like gotten housed on. You know, Coney Island root beer or anything one night. Right, I, right. It seems like it'd give you a bad hangover, Those are right? fun if you'd have just one. I, I think those those are pretty cool. I mean, have yeah. them with a little ice cream. Do like a float or something. Yeah. It's or a lime rookie. Yeah. Have them at a party or something, but... Like, there was nothing wrong with beer, and it's wrong of you to go away from beer. Come back to beer. <laughs> well, some people get bored, and you want to try different things. Yeah, so try the different kinds of beer. There's a, there's millions of different kinds of beer. You have no excuse to be going and drinking alcoholic root beer. You're an adult. Come drink beer. You spent your whole life waiting for this. Yeah. Well, some people want it the easy way. Yeah. And some I, people don't like beer. I know. It's weird. Yeah, people are crazy. I know. I didn't like beer for some time. I didn't either, but that was when I was a child, and now I'm an adult man, and I think that <laughs> beer is great. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too, me too. And I, I just, I like the history, though, too. I'm starting to dig it more and more and more yeah. the more I read. It has awesome history. You know what doesn't have good history? Wine coolers. Wine coolers. Yeah. Wine coolers <laughs> and alcoholic soda. So, 
Put down your wine cooler. My mom used to drink wine coolers. Get up off your chase lounge and sprout a couple chess hairs. <laughs> Come listen to the after party. That's right. Hey, we got to run away, man. Hey, are you going to be found anywhere? Are you doing any shows? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a show on Saturday at the Stone Church in wherever that is in Me- in New Hampshire. Newmarket, New, New Hampshire. Newmarket, yeah. Yeah, if you're out in is that Josh area. Is Day still running that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, going to cool. be there with Carolyn Plummer. She's a very funny lady. Been doing a lot of shows with her recently we've been killing it on the fundraiser circuit we're going to do some shows at the stone church well just the one show it's going to nice. be great and then next week i'm doing a show at what's that place the the house of blues like the like the downstairs room of the house of i have blues. no idea yeah it's just like a boston show i don't ever do shows in boston it's going to be weird yeah yeah it's for uh for justin hoff oh that sounds fun yeah um, about you? I'm not going to be doing anything. Come do shows at Murphy's, dude. Come do do the well. I, I normally I have to do a morning newscast. I got to wake up so early, and it, it kind of deters me Just from doing bail anything. On that, man. You know, one day I'm going to have an afternoon job, and Just then I'm going to be able to do comedy more. Just call up be like, listen, I got like I'm thrown up. I can't come into work. You know, you could call it sick. Well, I planned a day with Ryan Cheney, and uh, so I'm I, I'm planning to take July 7th off because July 6th I was going to get out of work. And I was going to take a train to Boston, and I guess he knows of a few different pl- places. Yeah. And we're going to just do a few different rooms that night. And then I guess I have a place I could stay, and I could take the train back the next day. Oh, nice. So I was planning that out. I figured that could be fun. It's pretty fun, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, uh, this was fun being back after two weeks. We, we got through another show. I got four more until I can just take the summer off and yeah, ma'am. get extra sleep. I can't wait till that spinner season starts. Yeah, me too. So, hey, thanks for hanging out, Matt Barry. Oh, thanks for having me, Chris Poublon. Yeah, I figured I'd say your whole name. Oh, uh, yeah. Good <laughs> job on the uh, on the board today, Bob Philpot. Thank you. And uh, we'll we'll chat next week, and I'll, I'll chat with you tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> same bat time, same bat channel. Get some sleep, everybody. <laughs>